93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. February 3rd, a Wednesday morning. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. As the region continues to clean up after the snowstorm, many schools are going all virtual today or opening on a two-hour delay. You may see a few snow showers or flurries like we mentioned today. Uh, it's going to be very cold, feeling like it's in the 20s with the wind chill. The snow emergency is over in Philadelphia, which means things are slowly getting back to normal. This includes regular trash pickup, which resumes today for people who have Wednesday pickup. People who missed Monday and Tuesday are told that they have to hold on to their trash until next week. Philadelphia food sites and access centers are reopened. If you parked on a snow emergency route and your vehicle was removed, you need to call 215-686-SNOW to locate it. Parking, Philadelphia Parking Authority is once again enforcing all regulations starting at 630 this morning. There's a, like a crazy amount of black ice this morning driving in. Did you notice that? Yeah. All over the place. Yeah, they said, um, yeah, there's a lot of that. Uh, so that's why the crews are, are still out and, and still salting. Uh, crews will continue snow operations until all conditions are safe for travel. Residents can submit requests for salting and plowing to 311 beginning today at noon. Crews will remain on duty to monitor road conditions and respond to service requests of impassable streets or icy conditions. Amazon announced Tuesday its founder, Jeff Bezos, is stepping down as CEO. Bezos will transition to the role of executive chair, and Andy Jassy will become the next CEO of Amazon, the company said. Jassy is currently the CEO of Amazon's cloud business. What is that? Uh, so uh, providing basically access to the Internet for Twitter and other, other uh, okay. you know, providers. The 57 I mean, I think they're the largest provider of Internet access. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. The 57-year-old sent a letter to his employees announcing the transition, which is expected to take place in Amazon's third quarter of 2021. An exact date was not given. I was reading about this guy, Preston. He, uh, The new guy, he has these uh, meetings that they call the CHOP. That are apparently so intense, like oh, seriously, that's like, fun. Like people are like, oh my god, with his employees. Well, it, it's it, I'm not going to say they're terrified, but they're intense. Like intense you know, meetings, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bezos, who founded Amazon nearly 30 years ago, said Jazzy is well-known inside the company and has been there almost as long as he has. He will be an outstanding leader, and he has my full confidence, Bezos wrote. I was, uh, this was a long, long time ago, decades ago. I saw, it might have been on 2020 or something like that. They were doing a feature on on uh, very high-level executives and yeah. CEOs and things like that. And they went into the nature of some of them being, it, it showed basically some of the heartlessness side of some of that, of just... Um, all right, this isn't working. Get rid of them. Boom. Yeah. They're gone. Yes. They're out of here. Bang. Yeah. I mean, it was just like these guys were making decisions that were affecting people's livelihood as if it were just nothing. Ordering um, lunch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it was kind of like, whoa, dude. Yeah. And, and some of them are uh, not the nicest of people's. That's not all of them, of no, course, but, no. but some of them have this very shark-type uh, attitude and mentality. And sometimes you get there because you I, have that. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's pretty wild. It's like our meetings, Mondays and Wednesdays. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Let's just say Bill will never be a Bezos. Bill, Jazz Hands, Weston. <laughs> We've got a Jazzy, too. There's yeah. they, he, This guy has the chop. Bill has the Jazz Hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's what we should call our meetings yeah. now yeah. from now on. <laughs> I, I think it was in, in Pat Croce's book and and obviously he was you know the president of the sixers for a stretch he he had a very rigid way of going about like his meetings if you were literally 
30 seconds late, yeah. you were not allowed in. Yeah. They would lock the door, and you were not allowed in. So he had some very rigid rules like this. <laughs> Which I, I find to be a very, very stupid rule. Like, I get it. For someone, get... if you're chronically late, it could be an issue. Okay, yeah, but if you're chronically late, uh, either just then just fire me. Because if I'm not in the meeting, then I'm missing out on important information. So whether I'm 30 seconds late or not, like... You're really kind of, you know, chopping off your nose to spite your face at that point. Um, well, it's out of respect for everyone's time. I understand that. Behind that. that. And, and therefore, you plan to be there early. early. Yeah. And that is on time. I and understand. And late is unacceptable. I mean, so. occasionally, if you, certainly you're going to, you'll have an issue. That's but... same principle that Pierre lives by. Exactly. <laughs> like a Swiss clock. Damn right. Bezos went on to say that he's excited about the transition and that he will focus his energies and attentions on new products in his executive chair role. Being the CEO of Amazon is a deep responsibility and it's consuming. When you have a responsibility like that, it's hard to pay att- put attention on anything else. As exec chair, I will stay engaged to important Amazon initiatives, but also have the time and energy I need to focus on the Day One Fund, the Bezos Earth Fund, Blue Origin, the Washington Post, and my other passions. This guy can really use the job because he's only worth $377 million. Yeah, he, yeah. Well, he still needs the money. Yeah. I've never had more energy, and this isn't about retiring, he said. I'm super passionate about the impact I think these organizations can have. Bezos founded Amazon as an online bookstore and then turned it into what it is today, selling pretty much everything. In the process, he became one of the world's richest people. And it's funny, at 370 Seven million. He is a pauper. Yeah, compared, compared to, to Bezos. Bezos, just I mean, a nothing. It's crazy. I, you can't even amount. comprehend. No. So, and yet now, I think it was last week. Elon Musk surpassed Bezos. Yeah, they oh, keep really? going back and forth. Yeah, this so, back yeah, and forth. Thing. If one guy farts, right, he's gained yeah. a billion. <laughs> right, right. He's a billion. <laughs> yeah. A popular college bar is closing its doors. The Drought Horse Pub and Grill, a go-to watering draft, hole. Draft, 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 sorry. Draft. Uh, I can't breathe. <laughs> I'm dying. I can't drink. For Temple University students and faculty for the last 20 years is permanently closing oh. this month. Director of Operations Mike Frost told the Business Journal on Monday, the North Philadelphia concept, known for an extensive beer menu and pub food like tacos, burgers, and sandwiches, will close on February 17th, uh, Frost said. The, table, uh, the staple Temple Eatery operated just off of the school's campus at 1431 Cecil B. Moore Avenue since it opened in February of 2001. Uh, since that time, the bar has been a very popular spot for students. I went there before. My brother went to Temple. So okay. like, yeah. that was like the place to go if you went, you know, you took the your family. Yeah, they yeah, said yeah. it wasn't just students, but it was faculty it, that went there as is well. Is it a result of, uh, from closing guess, for COVID? I guess. Uh, I am pretty confident that in another year and a half, two years, that these places, a lot of them are going to reopen. I, I, I hope. I, I think it's going to happen. I think that if um, uh, that eventually, the, the it, and it may not be in the exact location because that might be an issue. Someone else might come along and and, uh, and take up what that place was. But I have a feeling a lot of these places are going to pop well, back. Businesses up. will pop back in there. Well, the thing is, is that people who have been like driven into you know financial ruin, what happens to them? So yeah, I, I have no doubt a business will be back in there. It'd be nice if it could be. That you one. Know, that, that one. one. Yeah. 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 It's sad that it's closing. All right. In sports this morning. <laughs> Ball sex is young. Both the Sixers and Flyers return to action tonight. 
after having no games since Sunday. The Sixers won three games and six of their last seven. They're on the road tonight with a game in Charlotte against the Hornets. The Sixers are in first place in the Eastern Conference with a record of 15-6, and six, while the Hornets are in eighth place at 10-11. and 11. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. The Flyers are at home and will play the Boston Bruins in the first game of a two-game set. The Flyers won four straight games and are in first place in the Eastern Division with a record of 7-2-1, and one, and the Bruins are just a point behind with a record of 6-1-2. and two. Because it's a nationally televised game, the puck is set to drop at 8 o'clock, and it will be broadcast on WMMR as well. And the Villanova Wildcats, who are currently ranked number three in the country, are on the road tonight with a game in New York against the St. John's Red Storm. Jay Wright's team is 11-1 overall and 6-0 and in the Big East. Tip-off is at 9 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks a bunch, Kath. Uh, midweek is where we are on Wednesdays. We usually have some giveaway via secret text word, and today is no different. We have a chance to win the digital download of Tenet. So text the word secret to 39333. That's set up and ready to go for you right now. We'll send a word back to you. We'll ask you to call in later with that word. And our designated caller wins. And we'll also grab a random texture and give it one away that way, too. Also, more money. We have three days left of no sad dough. Uh, so 8 a.m., your first chance to get it now. Today, six chances, not seven, because we have the Flyers. That's on. right, so yes. Just a heads up on that. And that is a reason for you to be focused Closely because it's one less opportunity today, but I just want to make sure that you're not tuning in at eight and going, "What's up?" You know. So we have the Flyers game on tonight. They're giving away a lot of money. Yeah. So let's get you on board. Eight a.m. Your first chance. And right before that, we'll go live on Fox. Good day. Check in with the gang there, and we're going to talk to our buddy Joe Matarese, who has a couple of Valentine's Day shows coming to the Stress Factory Comedy Club in New Brunswick, New Jersey. He's like the Nicholas Sparks of comedy. He is. Yeah. When it comes to romance, it's all yeah, romance yeah, yeah. as far as Joe's concerned. So <laughs> we'll get him on around nine o'clock, and we'll see how he's doing. We haven't talked to him in a little while, so. Uh, that and more coming up on the program. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. And I have the entertainment report, stupid question, all this stuff in just a moment. So hang in there, drive safe. We'll be right back. Like what you hear? You can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Did you know you can earn rewards just by shopping at Acme? Download the Acme mobile app and redeem your reward points for discounts on gas at participating Exxon mobile stations or for free groceries. Plus, get personalized deals and digital coupons that are just for you. Download the Acme app or visit acmemarkets.com to sign up and save. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. And the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, stupid question this morning. We're going to give away a digital PS4 copy of Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. I uh, got this from our friend uh, Craig Legans. He sent me these questions that uh, for Black History Month uh, involve uh, black uh, citizens throughout uh, history and obviously black history. There, there we go. There you go. So, this is a really uh, good question, and I was not aware. Who played Jackie Robinson in the 1950 film The Jackie Robinson Story? 215-263-WMMR, who played Jackie Robinson in the 1950 film, The Jackie Robinson Story. All right, call now. Now, remember, that's a 1950 film. All right, we're going to go through some birthdays today, Wednesday, February 3rd. Blythe Danner has her birthday today. That's Gwyneth Paltrow's mummy. Yeah, and she is very milfy. I, I guess, is she guilty at this point? 
Yeah, oh, she's yeah, yeah. she might be good, Gelfie. Yeah, she probably is. Uh, but uh, she was a, a very elegant woman, really good actress in one of my favorite movies. Again, The Great Santini. Ah. Uh, meet the parents and meet the Fockers. Some more recent yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, work that she's done. But uh, she celebrates her seventy eighth birthday today. Morgan Fairchild. Wow. Remember her from... We do. I know you and I do. <laughs> yeah, Flamingo Falcon, Road. Flamingo Road. That yeah. was it. All right. And Dallas. And she's at the end of Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, and she plays Dottie. For Casey there. Yeah, she played Dottie. Beijing Mr. Herbert. Yeah. Um, the, um, God, what was the show she was on? Was she on Friends? Uh, oh, yeah. She was yeah. Uh, Chandler's mom. That's right. And yeah. uh, she wrote uh, romance novels. Yep. Yeah, there was a time... As a teenager, as a young teenager, that I, I felt things tingle when I looked mm. at her. She had a poster, and it was a good poster. I think, I think she's, I had that. She's actually active in the animal, um, you know, uh, rights community. And, okay. and I think she liked a tweet of mine once. Oh, wow. I think. That's cool. How do you verify a Morgan Fairchild, though? Uh, Morgan is 71 today. Morgan, Morgan, happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. uh, Nathan Lane, great actor. Yes, this is, this is from the producers. I forgot about this. Uh, he's great in that. Uh, the Birdcage, man, Phenomenal. I just love his performance in that. Everybody in it's great. But... You know, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. Uh, that movie, is it? Mouse Trap oh, or Mouse uh, House? Mouse or Hunt. Mouse Hunt. Yes. It's, I, I don't know why, it cracks me the hell up. Yeah. And he's, he's part of the, the two guys who are being bested by this mouse. Yep. And he's a he's a stage actor, or started as a stage actor, I believe. And it's funny because I, before his star rose, I remember seeing him in a NyQuil commercial. <laughs> yeah. And then recognizing, for some reason, his character in that stupid NyQuil commercial stuck in my head. And then I saw him years later in a movie. I'm like, that that's, guy. That's that dude. Yeah. 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 So he celebrates his 65th birthday today, Nathan Lame. Isla Fisher. Hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Love Isla Fisher. Yeah. Beautiful redhead. Married to Sasha Baron Cohen. What's the Gal Gadot movie? Uh, uh, oh, she came out with the uh, Joneses or whatever? Yeah. Right. Yes. And yeah. Uh, she yeah. and Gal have a moment together that's uh, very, very sexy. Yeah. And yeah, uh, She's the ugly one. Yeah. That, I, know, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that gives you some perspective. She's the plain next door neighbor. So, uh, Wedding Crashers, just hilarious in that. Uh, Nocturnal Animals, uh, uh, Confessions of Shopholic. Uh, yeah, yeah. Stuff. She's 45 today. Fran Tarkenton. Uh, Hall of Fame NFL quarterback. Played and against your father once, right? He did, yeah. My dad played football against him in, uh, back in college. Jackie Bam Bam loves Fran Tarkenton. Why? He just I, What's he, his connection to Fran Tarkenton? Um, he was uh, um, a Vikings fan when he was right. a kid. When he was, you know, um, yeah. just a little kid growing up here and in the shadows of Philadelphia. My mom was also Bring a his football fan. stretch pants. <laughs> yeah, no, but my mom was also a fan of his as well because he was an undersized quarterback. He was like right. your first... Well, I don't know if he was a first, but one of the first, like, running, scrambling quarterbacks. Okay. And uh, he was undersized, and, you know, he played in a big man's game, and I don't and know. What his, he, had a, he had a great broadcast career as well. He did. Yes, yeah. he did. Yeah. Uh, I was don't he remember. part of That's Incredible as well? He played the nanny. Um, oh, no, that's Fran Drescher. You know what? It was yeah, John Davidson, yeah. him, and Kathy Lee. Commentator Crosby. on Monday Night Football and a co-host of That's Incredible. Wow. All right. Fran Tarkenton. Wow. He founded a software company. I didn't know that. Tarkenton Software. Tarkenton. Oh, I'm yeah. using a Tarkenton 900 right here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Fran is uh, 81 today. What does that thing do? What does your target 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 900, 900 do? Preston, it processes mathematical equations. Wow. There it is. Yep. Watch this. Yeah? Four, four plus four. Nine. Got wow. It. Yeah. 
Thank you, Tarkinson. Uh, you're, you're wrong there. You're oh, really? A bit off. God damn yeah. this thing. It didn't say that it did them correctly. Oh, no, it just, just says it no. does math. Okay. Right. <laughs> Fran's 81 today. Uh, Maura Tierney, uh, who was on uh, ER. Um, liar, liar. Was she in like? Oh, yeah, She's yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the wife, yeah. yeah. She uh, presided over my friend Rick's wedding. Um, what? Yeah, my friend Rick Corrado. He's a... Uh, the gay florist? No, that's oh, Matt. Okay. Uh, Rick's the gay hairstylist. Who okay. had, he was uh, doing hair in, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, Broadway for a while. He was uh, in the Heights was all the rage for yes, a while. right. He was doing hair for them, and then he moved out to L.A. And yeah. now he's... Dude, he's doing, he's doing her hair, Glenn Close's hair, like... Well, uh, yeah, you never told us about the hair. You always told us about the flowers. Oh, yeah. I did. I yeah. showed you. Yeah, I showed you a picture. We need to have okay. Casey's Gay Friends Day because know. you're yes. all connected in Hollywood, and we need to get them on and talk about if they're able to talk about their experiences, right? Yeah, oh, maybe. Did we talk about doing that? Yeah, I we did. showed you a picture of Rick uh, when he was on Broadway. Dude, he was sitting in the chair, and Tom Hanks was blow-drying his hair. I was like, yeah. dude, that's like... I'm, I'm so glad you finished with ing his hair. Yeah, wow. blow drying uh, his hair. So Mara Tierney is 56 today. And Hold on, then... real quick. I have a like seven degrees to us with Mara Tierney. Oh, you do? do so she pierced your nipples. John Belaris's <laughs> John Belaris's ex girlfriend, who we knew, who was yes. very very nice, Erica. Yes, dates Mara's ex husband. Okay. Wow. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> And she couldn't watch the show The Affair because that's where she lives. Uh, Erica lives in Montauk. And so she couldn't watch The Affair because she felt... That's wild because Maura Tierney's (laughs) ex-husband purchased Fran Tarkenton's old snowblower. No. Yeah. Wow. Wow. He's probably using it now. Yeah. All right. Uh, Interesting. So, happy birthday. No, (laughs) not at all. Maura Tierney is 56. And then last birthday is Dave Davies, lead guitarist for the band The Kinks, oh. brother of Ray Davies. One of those well-known contentious brother battles. They, yeah. yeah, they've had their issues over the years. <laughs> they don't like each other very much. Pierre's perpetually fascinated by the kinks and by the brothers and and uh, he's had a good relationship with both of the Davies brothers over the years. I think he's interviewed both of them uh several times. But um Pierre's one of those guys that holds out hope. <laughs> That they'll get back together. Well, I, I, I appreciate that. Right. Hope spread. Look at me. I'm still hoping that uh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and uh, well, from Chris, uh, Chris uh, Martin. Martin. Yeah. 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 So Dave Davies is 74 years old today. So happy birthday, everybody. Let's see if we can get an answer to the super question. Uh, the 1950 film, Jackie Robinson. Who played Jackie Robinson in that? The Jackie Robinson story. 215-263-WMMR is the number. And I believe we have Colin to go to. Colin, good morning. Good morning. Fun fact, Fran Tarkinson actually blow-dried dry, blow um, Tom Cruise's hair. Wow. Tom Cruise, wow. who has yep. the same first name as Tom Hanks. Right. That's yep. a bizarre That's connection. That's weird. Wow. That is so weird. <laughs> and he blow-dried. <laughs> blow-dried. <laughs> Colin, who played Jackie Robinson in the Jackie Robinson story? Is it Jackie Robinson himself? You are correct. Hey. Hang on, Colin. That's happened a few times in movie history. Um, Body Murphy. And Ali played himself in The Greatest. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we have got a digital PS4 copy of Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time for you, my friend, so hang on the line. Um, let's go through the entertainment news, and things are getting worse. Marilyn Manson, in the wake of actress Evan Rachel Wood, identifying him as her abuser for years in a post on social media on Monday. 
Manson has been dropped by his record label. His longtime talent agency, CAA, and his part in AMC's Shudder has been pulled from an upcoming segment on Creepshow. And since Wood's allegations, several other women have shared their claims of abuse against Manson via social media as well, including former porn star Jenna Jameson being one of them. Uh, She told the Daily Mail, I cut it off after he would nonchalantly say he fantasized about burning me alive. Uh, Manson responded to the claims made against him on Monday night on social media, writing, obviously my art and my life have long been magnets for controversy, but these recent claims about me are horrible distortions of reality. My intimate relationships have always been entirely consensual with like-minded partners, Regardless of how and why others are now choosing to misrepresent the past, that is the truth. And another of Manson's ex-fiancés, actress Rose McGowan, has publicly supported Wood after a text and video statement on social media. She said, I am profoundly sorry to those who have suffered the abuse and mental torture of Marilyn Manson. When I say Hollywood is a cult... I mean, the entertainment industry, including the music industry, is a cult. Cults protect the rot at the top. She's right. Theirs is a a sickness that must be stopped. The industrial fame complex chooses who they protect and who who they'll let be the victims uh, for profit. And I stand with Evan Rachel Wood and all of those who have or will come forward. And please, don't pull out the why they take so much time to come forward question. That shames victims and survivors. It's what stops others from coming forward. And to all those who have covered for monsters, shame on you. Rise and say no more. So, And she makes the point in the video. I watch her. Actually, it's a, vid- a video. She's talking into the camera. And she's saying she did not experience this with Marilyn Manson in all the years they were together. Okay. But she says that doesn't mean that, you know, and, and you right. hear all these people come in. So she was full you know, uh, uh, vigorously giving her su- support to all these women. We'll see how it plays out. There's another story. You sent this over this morning, Steve, of one of the people that's come forward or has since these others have come forward. A fashion stylist um, had said that Marilyn held a gun to her Ooh. forehead while she was working at a shoot uh, at his home in 2011. Uh, her name is Love Bailey. She's a visual filmmaker. Uh, and had initially initially made claims in a social media post in 2017, uh, but that's resurfaced the allegations this week as more women come forward. Uh, Bailey, who is trans, posted a video in which she claimed that Manson told her that he didn't like and used a derogatory term for homosexuals as he uh, held the weapon to her head. Uh, at the time, she was allegedly attempting to help an unnamed Hollywood actress who was blacked out in his room uh, prepare for a photo shoot. Uh, Bailey had posted a picture of Manson Instagram in which she called him a vile human, saying, I'm not a fan of cancel culture, but when someone like Marilyn Manson pulls a gun and puts it to your head, it's time to speak up. And she tried to before. Yeah, yeah, you know, you and to Rose McGowan's point, you think, I can't help but think of the uh, the character in The Godfather, the director, you know, Preston, who's mm-hmm. cultivating and grooming these young girls. And, um, you know, the entertainment industry has a, a long-standing uh, problem with that. It's pretty yeah. wild. Yeah, so... More on that coming, I'm certain of it. Uh, Lighter Fair, the 2021 Nickelodeon's Kids' Choice Awards are set for Saturday, March 13th. Yay! With Kenan Thompson scheduled to host. And the show will air live across Nickelodeon, Teen Nick, Nick Toons, and the Nick Jr. channels. <laughs> wow. There's a lot of them I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't realize 5,500 freaking channels. When my, my kids were still watching Nickelodeon, Nick Jr. was about as far as it got uh, as a spinoff from Nickelodeon. 
Uh, Saturday Night Live star has his own Kids' Choice Award, bringing it home in 2004, Favorite Male Star. Uh, this year, Justin Bieber got the most nominations with four. On the heels are Ariana Grande, The Croods, A New Age, uh, Henry Danger, High School Musical, The Musical, The Series, Soul, Trolls World uh, Tour, and Trolls World Tour, and Wonder, Wonder Woman 1984 with three apiece. Yeah, my son is in, he likes Henry Danger, and I watch it, and I get so mad because he calls so many of my shows buns. I'm like, this show is total buns. When he right says here. buns, it means bun it's bad. Okay. You know, he's All like, right. dude, nah, that show's buns. And I'm like, dude, I watch Henry Danger with you, and that show is like nothing but buns. It's it's it's, it's terrible. It's a terrible show, but it, it speaks to him for some reason. I'm just fixated on buns. I, I didn't hear anything you said. I guess <laughs> I is that a ki- is that a kid's way of saying that sucks ass? Yeah, it's dog okay, water, so, Preston. So so buns meaning butt, ass, whatever. Yeah. It's another way of saying ass. Without yeah, saying I ass. think it's time for the military academy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, with his final two performances, the late Chadwick Boseman earned two NAACP Image Awards nominations while Ma Rainey's Black Bottom could make its presence felt at next month's ceremony. Uh, Boseman scored nominations Tuesday as Outstanding Actor and Supporting Actor for his work in the Netflix films uh, Ma Rainey and The Five Bloods. Has anybody seen any of those yet? No. Uh, I, I, I hear Ma Rainey that. is great. Yeah, I, I really want to see that. Uh, God, he was so good, man. He, oh, he was so chameleon-esque. Good. Yes. Speaking of Jackie Robinson, after he passed, oh. I finally watched the his version of Jackie Robinson, uh, which is great. It's, it's an underrated movie, and um, I think that's the first time uh, you know, I even became aware of him, and, and we had him on to promote that movie. But it, it's a great movie. If you've never seen it, check it out. Ma Rainey came away with nine nominations, and uh, Netflix emerged with a leading 48 nominations. We'll stick with the uh, awards shows for a moment. The Golden Globes are going to be bi-coastal for this year's Ooh, unique ceremony. Sexy. Uh, the, no, not uh, that way. The, no. But the show hosts <laughs> uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler will appear from New York and Los Angeles, respectively. The Hollywood Foreign Press Association confirmed to ET on Tuesday that Fey will be. How's this gonna work out? <laughs> God, you're fast with that. Yeah, he is. Uh, if I don't move, I lose the scoop. Uh, if Faye will be actually Faye will be hosting. Faye will be hosting from the iconic, from the iconic, Ra- iconic Rainbow Room Rainbow in Manhattan. Room. Yes. Uh, while Polar will be holding things down from the Beverly Hilton. Uh, is most of this going to be virtual? I would assume so, yes. Right. Uh, the usual home of the star-studded awards show. Uh, meanwhile... And you said it's going to uh, appeal mostly to bisexuals. <laughs> <laughs> do you have those on your planet? We do not. Okay. We have quadsexuals. Quadsexuals. Quad wow. Huh. Uh, our women have USB ports. Okay. <laughs> 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 meanwhile... The presenters and nominees will be participating from various locations around the country as the ceremony adapts uh, to the unusual conditions of the pandemic. Uh, among the night's many highlights, Norman Lear is said to be honored with the Lifetime Achievement Award, and Jane Fonda will receive the Cecil B. DeMille Award. Did I tell you he he has a blue mohawk under his... No, no, <laughs> uh, Norman Lear? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this year's show had to be pushed back uh, from its typical January date, while a number of other award shows have been postponed as well, including the Grammys, now set for March 14th, and the Oscars, which are scheduled for April 25th. It's wild to see some shows with um, audiences starting to filter back in some live shows. Right. Uh, they're setting them up in different ways, and, and uh, 
some of, um, I forget what show I was watching. It might have been on the Game Show Network. But they had the audience basically pressed in what would be akin to like a Las Vegas set up with tables. Okay. So that. That's they, cool. Yeah, separated that way. So they had a nice group audience sound, just not right on top of each other. I think the real uh, eye-opener is going to be this weekend. The Super Bowl is going to have 25,000 people. Is it that many? It's 25,000, which is a third capacity of the 75,000. Um, but they're going to have 30,000 cardboard cutouts as well. Okay. Oh. So it's going to look... You know, they do that in movies a lot. They'll put cardboard yeah. cutouts yeah. And, and mix them in with real people, and you can't tell. You no, no, really no. You really can't tell right. by looking at but that it. Is, so. When CGI... Like, for example, if you look at old footage of the original William Wyler Ben-Hur... Uh, you know, or, or I should say the um, uh, any of those epics, well, Cecil B. DeMille. Yeah, even if you look at, like, The Natural, they, yeah, yeah. They, those stands were mainly filled with... Glenn Close was a cardboard cutout. Cardboard cutout. I didn't know that. Uh, that's what, oh. Yeah, I remember reading a story about that. They would they would fill it out, and there were live people. Yeah, but They would yeah. intermix them with cardboard cutouts, uh, and it was easier to, you know, get a, a, a group. Or, Fill in the crowd. Like yeah. that. So they're doing that type of thing. It's going to look kind of interesting. We'll see how that goes. But anyhow, the Golden Globes will air... Uh, live on Sunday, uh, the February 28th at 8 p.m. on NBC, by the way. Uh, Mariah Carey's older sister, Allison, has filed a $1.25 million lawsuit against a pop star for intentionally causing her immense emotional distress with statements in her 2020 memoir called The Meaning of Mariah Carey. Mm. And according to a... She's probably talking about the chapter, My Sister, the Stupid Whore. According to a (laughs) two-page complaint filed Monday, uh, New York Supreme Court, Allison Carey is seeking the money for Mariah's, quote, heartless, vicious, vindictive, despicable, and totally unnecessary public humiliation of her in the book. Do we know uh, specifically what uh, she was talking about? Do we have any passages? Yeah, I do have some, not not passages, but the examples of of the the issues she has. So Allison, by the way, who is representing herself in the lawsuit? Oh, that's a bad mistake. Never a good idea. Says in a chapter that was titled Dandelion Tea... Mariah details serious allegations against her character. In the book, Mariah accuses her older sister of giving her Valium when she was 12, Mm -hmm. trying to pimp her out, Mm -hmm. and of throwing a cup of boiling hot tea on her, causing third-degree burns. A cup? Yeah, yeah. Wow. a cup. <laughs> uh, And Alice... Yeah, a cup. Wait, so the unknown sister did this to Mariah? No, Mariah did this... Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yes, Yes, the the evil sister... Did this to Mariah. And now she's pissed that she put it in the book. Correct. We have a split picture uh, up on the screen here, Kathy. The one to the right, the wizened, contorted one, (laughs) is the one who supposedly threw the hot water on Mariah. Well, the non-surgically enhanced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The normal one. I'm going to sue you. The one who aged naturally is the sister. That's what Mariah would look like without the team. Here's the deal. If she has third-degree burns, uh, she will still have scars from that. Exactly. It's permanent. Uh So mm-hmm. I, uh, I put it to you, Greg. Uh, and so, if she indeed has third degree burns. Yes. Uh, Allison disputes. Take your clothes off. The allegation. So we'll see where this ends up going. But I, it doesn't sound good if well, you're representing yourself. You know how you know? Look at the amount that's being sued for. Yeah. yeah. It, it, the, that you, you sue for that if your mail doesn't arrive on time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's not ridiculous. Not 50 million. When, when Mariah right. is worth a whole lot of money. So I want nineteen ninety five. Why? Uh, Why that amount? <laughs> Netflix. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne is set to receive the Lifetime Achievement Award. Wow. This will be at the 2021 edition of the SCAD ATV Fest. 
Wow. Now, That's a great honor. The SCAD, I had to look up, is the Savannah College of Art and Design. Okay. Uh, he's only the second actor to be, to be recognized, and uh, Felicia Rashad was the first. Uh, they had said in a statement... Uh, is he going to win the Felicia Rashad Award? Lawrence Fishburne is one of the most influential and inspiring actors of his generation. His career is marked with power performances across film, TV, and Broadway, including The Matrix. What's love got to do with it? The Tuskegee Airmen, Thurgood, Thurgood. And his current acting and uh, executive producing role in Blackish. They didn't okay. mention John Wick at all. They didn't mention Pee Wee's Playhouse. At I all. know. Um, or uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Three. Yes, Dream first, Warriors. First time Come I on. saw him. Uh, but um, no, listen. L- what's got the what's love got to do with it alone? It's amazing. It is, Boys uh, in Hood, man, incredible. It, it was amazing in Boys in Hood. Dude, his name is Furious in that movie. I Furious forgot Styles. about that. Yeah. yeah, that's a cool name. That should be your radio name. So, Rebel Wilson has, and I saw the latest photos of her. She's thinned out even more. Has she? She looks outstanding. Okay. Um, Are we getting into... She should probably pump the brakes a little bit now and hang where she is. But listen, this is... I've, you've seen people have dramatic weight losses, sure. and that's what they'll do. They'll do, right. it and she'll probably put on a little bit more, and 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 it's the way it goes. And then and then she'll do this bounce back and forth thing. But she looks fantastic. So she broke up with her boyfriend. <laughs> oh, the, uh, the Jacob, Budweiser Jacob dude, Jacob Bush. Uh, yeah, of uh, the uh, of the Anheuser Bush uh, wow. family. Yeah. Uh, she posted on that guy in, had a jet on Instagram. Lots on my mind. Ah. Uh, single girl headed to Super Bowl. <laughs> okay. Single girl heading to Super Bowl. Well, she wrote A G H H H H H H. So I would, that's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So she said, single girl heading to Super Bowl. Oh man, heading to Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah, she's going to go look for some man meat at the Super Bowl. What happens if she comes back with a cardboard cutout? Right. <laughs> He's perfect. He doesn't say anything. Is Gronk uh, single right now? Maybe she could bang Gronk. She could, maybe. Mm, if Gronk he is. single. She terrible. Mm, Gronk like flesh. Yep. <laughs> that dude's a man whore. You know who uh, hung out with him for a while? Brittany. Our, Brittany. Yeah. yeah. Really? Our own former mm, Brittany. Has on banged keep, him for a while? or That I don't think so. Okay. Uh, but like they, they, were, they were buddies and uh, from uh, Very Cavallari. Okay. And of course, the international you, you know. You know. television sensation. <laughs> World renowned. Uh, Matt James is done with Queen Victoria Larson, and Twitter is throwing a party. This is in the the Bachelor world, by the way. Uh, James told her that bullying of other contestants was the reason for her ouster. It's wrong! He said, now I'm doing the other women here a disservice by not making this a safe space for everybody. I'm doing the other women here. Uh, Larson, a safe space. Larson told him, I honestly feel so sorry for you that you would listen to hearsay uh-huh. and not all of the facts behind a situation, so goodbye. Well, those shows are nothing but facts. Uh, meanwhile, others right? think... Very accurate. Others think that uh, James has been uh, dropping hints about who won the season on Instagram, noting that he'd gone out of his way every Monday to pay- prepare for the show's airing with a uh, charcuterie board. Mm. Okay, now I'm listening. And who, perchance, enjoys charcuterie? Well, that would be Rachel uh, Kirk Connell, of course. Uh, mm. I don't know. I, I'm, I, don't know I, I, I watched the first... <laughs> 
two-hour episode, mm-hmm. and that was it. So, oh, I, don't, um, I don't watch it at all. No, me neither. And I don't have to because uh, Aaron... We get Tla- the updates. There's a guy about it. We, that uh, we used to work with at Y100. His name's Aaron Talasnik. He also used to be a producer over at uh, NBC Sports Philadelphia. He live-tweets The Bachelor all the time. Does he really? I'm like, who are you doing this for? You. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it means nothing. They're just words. They're just words and names, and it means nothing. There's no nothing. words on it. Yeah. 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 There's all words on it. <laughs> uh... <laughs> There's all words on it. Uh, words mean things. Let's go with this. 23-year-old uh, Lana Condor is getting real about a rocket ride to success in Netflix's To All the Boys I've Loved Before. <laughs> Condor. Uh, she tells uh, in an interview of playing Laura, I was just saying yes to everything because it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity and you want to capitalize on it and you want to feel like you're fully embracing everything, but I've never felt more horribly horrible mentally Uh, she said i was so burned out uh we go home at night and i couldn't speak i couldn't eat i couldn't sleep i would shake going to bed and shake waking up because it was just so much stimulation wow okay this is a movie or documentary uh it's it's called to all the boys i've loved before i don't really know nick i think it's a movie she's an actress okay pretty man um I yeah. like it her. A you know lot. what? The only I looked up her IMDb, and the only thing I recognized her from was in X Men Apocalypse. She played Jubilee, and I didn't. I don't know her work other than that. Uh, for now, she's living in Seattle, having uh, fled Los Angeles. She says, uh, "I feel more human. Life is slower where I'm living now, and I've never felt happier because I feel fuller." So good for her. Uh, wow, it's a big mental toll, and it's yeah, only like yeah. her second job. Yeah, I know. You need to calm down. She may mm. want to look elsewhere yeah, for maybe work, accounting. if possible. Hey, this is cool news for a, uh, a local Philadelphia son. Questlove's directorial debut called Summer of Soul, uh, and it's also titled Or When the Revolution Could Not Be Televised, was awarded both the U.S. Grand Jury Prize and the Audience Award at the U.S. Documentary category at the 2021 Sundance Film Festival. Uh, the documentary, and I've not—I was not familiar with this—about the 1969 Harlem Cultural Festival. It was dubbed the Black Woodstock, and it features never-before-seen footage from the series of concerts that took place in the summer of 1969. Yeah, I was aware of this. The free festival drew hundreds of thousands of people. Uh, The festival had been filmed, but the footage sat in a basement for 50 years until Summer of Soul. So So, it's never been seen before. When I have been hearing about it sporadically over the years, I had heard that there was really not a lot of footage, but he got his hands on some. Apparently, it's been sitting around. Wow. The documentary includes performances from Nina Simone, Sly and the Family Stone, Stevie Wonder, the Staple Singers, B.B. King, and other legendary artists. This has got to be great. Yeah. Um, Especially with him and his knowledge of music. Yeah. Questlove said in a statement, uh, it's always been a dream of mine to direct films, and telling this story has truly been an amazing experience. I'm overwhelmed and honored by the reception the film is receiving and want to give my special thanks to Sundance and my production partners. Um, so that's very cool. Congratulations to Questlove. Happy for him. Michael B. Jordan is making his Super Bowl ad debut for Amazon's voice recognition system, Alexa. Dubbed Alexa's Body, the ad will premiere during the fourth quarter on Sunday. Uh, and Jordan had said, um, let me see. He said, What did he say? Uh, no, a woman says this. Oh. So they said, sometimes they put the quote. Before who says the quote? They suck. I don't know who the, they stink to. It stinks. I'm trying to make show prep. That's right. It stinks. 
Um, You're better than that. We need a better show prep service. So a woman says, gazing Jordan in an ad and prompting a daydream about Jordan as Alexa, says, I literally could not imagine a more beautiful vessel for Alexa to be inside. So that's part of the bit. Oh, all right. I've been massively underwhelmed by the commercials I've seen in advance of the Super Bowl. Yeah, nothing's really done it for yeah. me yet. Maybe they're saving the good ones for <laughs> when you have to sit and wait for them. <laughs> uh, Sony has recruited Zachary Levi to star in Sony's live-action adaptation of the classic children's book, Harold and the Purple Crayon. Did you ever read that book, or do you kids? I don't remember. Yeah. I know the title, so do I. but I don't remember what yeah, it's no. about. It was a staple in our household when Ben was three and four years old. Okay. Uh, and I love Zachary Levi, man. He's, he's great. He just seems, he seems like a guy yeah. I want to know. We could absolutely hang with him. At least you it know? seems that way. Yeah. I loved him in the show Chuck. Uh, the story published in 1955 and written by Crockett Johnson tells the story of a four-year-old who created worlds around him with his crayon. He is the voice of Flynn Rider, correct? He is. Yeah. 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 Which is a far superior movie. Tangled than, than Frozen. Yeah, I know you're a big proponent That's of that. Casey's opinion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I texted you guys about Flynn Rider last night. I yeah. saw that and oh by the way, we're looking at the cover of uh purple uh purple and the and the and the periled crayon. <laughs> and the hairy donut. <laughs> purple <laughs> and the hairy donut. Hey, I know someone named Christine Herple, by the way. Okay. We do. We do. Working not, NBC. not her first name, but... Herple. It's not. It's Herp. Mason Moiti. Herple. Herple. I love Herple. Herple. I'll let you guys laugh right now, and then I'll laugh. It's so hard. It's, it's hard. Just it's, just it's just there. Hey, you got to get past right. it. So anyway, uh, yes, Nick had texted over something about the fact that uh, the people have voted that um, Flynn Rider is the sexiest Disney ca- character ever. According to who? Uh, this guy, Kevin Sparrow, uh, did a Twitter poll. I just poll. think he's Oh, he did a Twitter poll. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so they had some fun with it, but uh, it's it, uh, there was some... Uh, internet chatter, Twitter chatter last okay. night, and it, people were I, we, responding about yeah. it. Maybe yeah. we can talk about it later All on. Right. I yeah. think so because this these are the ongoing, uh, you know, the the princess argument, the uh, the anime. Yeah. Yes, there's something to be had there. All right. So um, let's get to the clips, please. Tully and Kate meet as young girls and coming in, and become inseparable friends throughout 30 years of ups and downs in the series Firefly Lane. And here, star Sarah Chalk discusses how she was able to play the best friend of a person she barely knew. We actually met a month before through a mutual friend who we both worked with. And he put us in touch because Catherine had gotten this new Netflix series called Firefly Lane. And it was going to shoot in my hometown. So we'd already met and talked on the phone and really connected and had so much in common. And then obviously that only grew and grew and grew as we as we filmed. No, thanks. <laughs> um, Firefly Lane debuts on uh, Netflix today. I've always liked her, though. She's, yeah, uh, she's great. really sexy on Scrubs, and uh, there's something really cute about her. She's also uh, the replacement to um, Becky uh, Becky on uh, Roseanne. <laughs> yeah. And then they brought Be- the original Becky back. Right. Yeah. Here's the next clip. In the biopic, Wendy Williams, the movie. I watched it. Oh, no. I recorded it. (laughs) I watched it. Oh, Oh, my. In fact, I'm going to grab sound clips that we can use on the show. All right, good. Uh, The media maven overcame obstacles and naysayers to become the popular host of her own talk show. And in this clip, Wendy, who executive produced the project, 
uh, talks about responsibility covering her divorce in the film. Here we go. I'm forced to be mature enough to be able to co-parent, to not poison my son's mind against his father, to not poison his relationship or lack thereof or whatever he has, whatever he calls the woman and whatever he calls her baby with my ex-husband and however they spend my alimony. That's not my concern. It's uh, streaming on Lifetime now, by the way. She did. I mean, <laughs> and the woman playing her is, is actually uh, good. And, and, yes, they include everything, even the uh, the Statue of Liberty collapse uh, as she's going through the divorce with she her. She painted. Uh, Philander, yeah. But um, the uh, uh, she did build... She did build an empire, and she started oh, yeah. on radio. Did yeah. she start in Philadelphia by any chance, or was no, she just syndicated she, here? She was syndicated on Power ninety nine. Yeah, believe. yeah, okay. New York was her uh, her base. Yeah, um, but yeah, but I still she's so stuck on herself, and I just it, that's what bothers me. She about her. looks like a muppet, and when she <laughs> sits there, <laughs> how you doing? Stop it. How you doing? <laughs> and by the way, that's yeah. from Friends. That's not even her tagline. I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. All right, anyhow, there you go. That's uh, the entertainment report. Nick, did you have a, her, her connection to Philadelphia on here? Um, no, I didn't. She she grew up in New Jersey. She so invented from... the Liberty Bell. Or maybe, wait, wait was invented... it Hot 90s? I forgot what radio station it was. I thought it was Power 99. I... Okay. Um, but uh, that's it. Entertainment report uh, for the morning. We're going to take a break. We have a few things that we need to stay on time for. Fox Good Day, checking in with them uh, shortly before 8. And then right after that, we will have the opportunity for you to win $500 of no sad dough today. Uh, happening six times today. we got the Flyers game on tonight because of scheduling. That's right. And so, therefore, we won't have that extra chance for you to win. So don't miss each and every opportunity. The first one starting at 8 a.m. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. Make sure that you stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Bruce Springsteen. The Pretty Reckless. They said the world does not belong to you. Machine Gun Kelly. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Well, now I'm hungry. Oh, yeah. yeah. So let's head oh my God! to the rest- restaurant. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's the appearance of the connoisseur. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. By the way, you're the, the connoisseur announcer voice. Yeah. It sounds like the woman that was on yesterday on the Love You Help You line. It did a bit, oh didn't it? Uh, who was, She's uh, very energetic. Yeah. Uh, what was it? A dog walking? I think it was, yeah. yeah. She you want a happy person walking your dog. Absolutely. I'm going to come walk your dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Super Bowl this weekend. Americans are predicted to be all about chicken wings this chicken Super Bowl weekend. The National Chicken Council has given their annual wing Thanks for uh, coming today. <laughs> I'm so glad you could come in from various uh, places around the world for the Chicken Council. Gene is the apparently the head of the um, National Chicken Council. Now the invocation. Uh, So, yeah, they have given their annual wing report. And uh, they say the big game, um, that'll, uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm I'm sidetracked. Because of the song. 
Uh, well, anyhow, it's an instant. It's like a, you know, the, the, uh, 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 ladies uh, and stuff. Important food uh, holiday this year. It, the Super Bowl will be as uh, fans stay home and crave comfort foods. And they note that uh, total chicken wing sales at supermarkets during the pandemic have uh, totaled nearly $3 billion, up uh, 10.3% from last year. Do you, do you, do you perceive... Um, do you perceive the same food consumption level, say, from a from last year, Super Bowl wise? I don't. I mean, they're, they're, the, the businesses, the parties. Happening. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean that people aren't going to do their own thing at right. home. And but but listen, I mean, statistically, when you when you're talking about like big events, like you know the the, the bars and all that stuff, having these. Big blowouts. Right. That's not happening. So yeah, I'm wondering. Even, even if you do your own little celebration at home, at when you go to a party, they have, there's too much food. There, yeah. You always have too much food. So I think that that's going to be uh, down right. a tiny bit. But that's my personal guess at it. Anyhow. No, I think so. Uh, but it is thought that the uh, that the sales in uh, chicken wing uh, uh, purchases have gone up is that it could be because of the air fryer craze. As uh, sales of the in-store frozen wings shot up 37.2%. And despite the issues, because it's a pain in the ass to make chicken wings at home. You either order them, they're right. already made. And so I think people are now taking a stab at it at home. If you don't have a deep fryer, you can try the air, air fryer, fryer and make your own. So I would imagine that's why they are um, trying to do a little bit more. I'm not a big wing guy. I, I, you know, I, I like the boneless wings, which people tell you is just basically it's chicken, chicken nuggets. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or chicken fingers. Yes. Chicken wings. All right. That's not the clip, Marissa. There's a there's a clip I wanted from Tommy Boy, Uh-oh. where he's uh, he's they're they're making a sale. They're trying to make the sale, and he goes, "Chicken wing." That's right. Yes. <laughs> when he has the idea on uh, what to do, but anyhow, it's all good. Anywho, uh, so it says here that all in all, the uh, the group predicts that Americans will consume some 1.42 billion chicken wings during Super Bowl weekend. So I like chicken wings. But they're not my preferred go-to. I no, I, they're a really messy food. I really don't care for messy food. And I want, I want meaty chicken wings if we're yeah. gonna, ha- if we're gonna have them. And there's a few places like I, I would go to the Bayou on Main Street. That's the name of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they, their, their they chicken wings were always pretty, pretty robust. Yeah, I um prefer, I think, a dry rub chicken wing than I do the, like the really saucy, the one. saucy ones. Yeah. Uh, there and so the restaurant that I used to work at, they I gotta um, tell you, I'm chubbing up. <laughs> they had a dry rub and it was really, really good. And I can't, you know, the the restaurant closed and actually the head chef passed away. Oh, so like You're... that that wind does not exist anymore, right? Mm. Uh, yeah, you know what? And and some people, like you said, Steve, uh, with the you know eating the chicken off the bone, it's difficult for my my son. One of my sons can't stand anything that's got a bone in it, right. so. If we get, say, like a rotisserie chicken, I got to make sure I cut off all that meat before he even sees that it came, came oh, from really? a rotisserie chicken. Yeah, I'm not that because bad. even the idea that there were bones just a couple of minutes ago on that meat, it, it turns him off. For me, it's the knowledge that, you know, that, that the weight of that is, I want that, I want all the meat. I want it all chicken. I don't yeah. want to have it, you know, I've paid for the rest of the stuff that I'm not going to eat. Yeah. It's like, that's why salmon is so good for me. Uh, you know, you get a nice piece of salmon. You can eat that whole gun damn thing. I don't know, man. Yeah. A fried chicken leg, yeah. pretty damn. Yeah, I hate the mm, I hate the, the legs. Yeah, yeah, I hate them. Salmon wings. 
Buffalo salmon wings? Yeah, those are probably... Yeah, my, actually, you know what? They probably... They, why not? Yeah, yeah, why not? Chicken wings. Mm, <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, so, anyhow, lots of chicken wings. Lots week. of chicken wings. All right, let's see what else we got here. Ah, this is an interesting little scientific discovery that has to do with food. The length of a person's fingers could reveal whether someone is more likely to order a masculine food like burgers or a feminine food like salad. <laughs> it's funny how they break down the uh, sort of gender-based delineation yeah. here. Of masculine yeah. foods and feminine foods. Right. It's interesting. It is weird. Uh, researchers looked at people's 2D and 4D digit ratios. So they're using the facts of life system. No, the difference in length between the index and ring finger, and that's how it related to your food choices. Okay, so I was looking at my uh, hand. What? Uh, <clears throat> I'll explain. Yeah. A lower T, uh, 2D, 4D digit ratio, which means having a longer ring finger mm. than an index finger is said to indicate higher exposure to testosterone in the womb and is therefore suggested of suggestive of masculinity. Mm. So a longer ring finger than an index finger. Yeah. Mine appear to be identical. So I you're very in touch with your feminine side. I, I guess so. I, my, my index finger and ring finger, just from visually, from my sight, looks like they're the exact same length. Let so. me see. Hold your hand I'm up. Rambo. Casey has a much longer uh, ring oh, finger. Oh, yeah. He's nothing so but I'm, man. I'm all man. Steve has a longer uh, ring finger. Yeah. Uh, Nick has a longer ring finger. Yeah. Let's Kathy, see your fingers, Kathy. How about you? So I, well, I was going to ask you to hold yours up because, so what do you see? I see a longer ring finger. Oh, you do? Yeah, just a little bit. Okay, because when, tur- when I look at the back of my hand, I see a longer ring finger. And I'm not talking about my nails. I'm talking about, like, where the skin is. Yeah. And then when I turn my hand around and look at my palm, it looks like my pointer finger is longer. Let's remember that you're virtually blind, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. good point. Wait, is oh, your, wait a is, minute. Same thing, Kathy. When I look right? at the back of my hand, it looks like the, yeah. the ring finger, finger is longer. And then turn it around. No, all right, my ring finger is longer. Wait well, a second. it depends on what the hell you I'm talking kind of leaning my... It's weird. Stop it. I think mine are pretty damn close to each other. Wait, is your hand bigger than your face, Kath? <laughs> 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 you almost did it. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know, man. Does that mean I'm the most feminine of the crew here? You are. I guess so. You do eat salads every day. I Yes, I do. I, I love my salad. My favorite thing is, like a, is a Mediterranean salad with salmon in it. So, yeah. my fingers are telling a fib. Uh, so, in experiments, hungry people with low-digit ratios made more masculine food choices, regardless of whether they were actually men or women. Dude, you have total LDR. Some LDR? Low-digit ratio. Uh, <laughs> some people, some have criticized the 2D-4D ratio for lack of reliability, but this particular study does suggest it's linked with food choices typically perceived as masculine or feminine. Uh, the study by the University of Agder found uh, mm-hmm. people with similarly sized index and ring fingers were more likely to pick from the masculine section. So that would be me, I guess, okay. uh, which includes burgers, steaks, uh, Coca-Cola. You you do lobster, like Coca-Cola. Lobster and hard liquor. Coca-Cola and lobster. It's kind of a weird, um, I guess we said before, the, the categories and what is included in these categories. I, I I put some stock in some of these things, but, um, you know, what can determine the percentage? So if 51% of the people, you know, uh, tend to select a burger with this type of finger configuration, that's the proof of their theory. 
Well, and it, let me let me explain the feminine. It's kind of stupid. People with longer index fingers, uh, index fingers, uh, chose the feminine section, which offered salads and shrimps and diet cokes and white wines. Uh, when people were hungry, masculine digit ratios led to masculine food choices. The study found so. However, this effect only works when people were hungry. There we go. So you had to be hungry, but it did cause you to choose those. Huh. Overall, this study hints at a wider link between uh, prenatal testosterone exposure and eating habits as adults. It's just weird that they call it masculine food and feminine food. I mean, this is... Um, That's I what know, you're saying, yeah. Like, a lot of people are probably listening to this and cringing, going, what the freak does that mean, masculine food or feminine food? It's, mm-hmm. it's Food is food. Well, right know, on. But, but, but they may... I, how they came up with those categories, I don't know. Maybe yeah. there it was a study that was done on women choosing these foods over Possibly. the other. I don't really know, Casey, but for whatever reason, they had that established. So, yeah, uh, foods included. Uh, so uh, they here's the deal. Food items that had already been perceived by a different set of volunteers, they had as either masculine or feminine. So I guess they had already... Uh, they had already done a study. Okay. And so they had a point scale, one being feminine, seven being masculine. Which food is more likely to be a cowboy? Uh, so these food items included shrimp, which were feminine, lobster, masculine, Diet Coke was feminine, Coca-Cola was masculine, Caesar salad was feminine, and hamburger with chips was masculine. So in general, healthy food is considered feminine. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's know. really the breakdown. All right. So anyhow, it's a study. Take it for what it is. Speaking of fingers, I was watching uh, Colbert the other night, and uh, his musical host is uh, John Baptiste. Play, uh, you, you ever watch him, Preston? He's really talented. And uh, just an incredible... He, play, he plays in uh, Soul. He's uh, he's he one does, of the... Yeah. Yes. And he is um, he's a great piano player, really cool jazz musician, and... His hands and his fingers are rival Dr. J's. They yeah. are just massive, and I'm really curious as to what how how far he can stretch the octaves when he's playing because mm. it's just one of those. It looks like his hands were born to, like play, to play the piano. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a guitarist I love, and I'm, I'm I can't. I'm having a brain. What bar. band is he? We in? had him here in the studio. Um, Paul Gilbert. Paul Gilbert. Thank you. Has the longest pinky finger I've ever seen. <laughs> right? And therefore can do these unbelievable things on the guitar. And listen, there's so Funny. much talent and ability there, but it's a little bit of cheating. Like, a, well, there, there's got to be physicality as well yes. for yeah. some things. You yeah, know? you were born with those fingers, man. Everyone on my home planet can totally shred. Yeah, I believe it. Your fingers are From huge. birth. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so anyhow, let's move on to something else. Over the connoisseur. I found this very interesting. Uh, Subway. The uh, sandwich yes. uh, restaurant mm. says that their popular tuna salad contains tuna, mayonnaise, eggs, soybean oil, vinegar, water, salt, sugar, spice, lemon juice, and calcium disodium. Uh, and according to two plaintiffs who recently filed a lawsuit against the sandwich chain, the Subway tuna salad is actually a mixture of various concoctions that do not constitute tuna. So there's and, no tuna in the tuna salad? Well, that's what they say, and that the contents have been blended together to make something that looks and smells and tastes like tuna. That's the, the hell's going on. Yeah. According to the lawsuit, now nothing's been proven. No. Okay? So the Subway tuna is made from anything but tuna, it says in the lawsuit. This could just be a money grab. The suit states that, well, they're going pretty far. They're, they're going to make them test it, so they're not just saying it. The suit right. states that samples of the sandwich were lab-tested and the results came back, no fish. So that's what they say. Now, it may be true. I don't know yet. So mm. the lawsuit does not state what the tuna ingredients actually are. 
Uh, one of the attorneys said, we found that the ingredients were not tuna and not fish. Uh, the attorneys are hoping to expand their suit beyond their two plaintiffs and have their claim certified as a class action lawsuit. If it becomes a class action suit, it could include thousands of Subway customers in California who bought Subway tuna sandwiches and wraps after January 21st, 2017. There it, seems to be a very vigorous bunch of people who just bring lawsuits against Subway. You remember the last one that said that they were like an inch and a half under their, yeah. their footlongs? Uh, if the plaintiff's stance is correct and tuna is not the predominant ingredient in the Subway tuna... Uh, there is a possibility that Subway had no idea. According to Stephanie Smith, who's a food safety specialist, she said often uh, we see deception with seafood. It is the result of true. food fraud originating with the original seller or wholesaler. In some cases, she said, a less expensive seafood is sold to a retail operation as a more highly valued type of seafood. This fraud is based on financial gain and doesn't necessarily result in any food safety issues. However, both the retailer and consumer can be duped into believing that they are buying something that they are not. Doesn't this happen with lobster often? Well, crab. Crab? Crab. Yeah, crab. You're right. Crab. Imitation. Crab with yeah. a K is uh, right. uh, th- that's a prominent one. Yeah. So yeah. They, they call it crab meat, but they literally spell it with a K. What uh, is it? It's uh, it's a mixture of a whole bunch of other type of seafood. Tuna. <laughs> it's, no, it's not tuna. Yeah. No, it's like they'll they'll get case other shellfish, um, uh, cheaper shellfish, and they'll, yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll market it as, and it tastes like crab. It tastes like a crab. Usually it'll end up like in a crab salad. Right. Um, but it's not actual crab meat. I don't put egg in my tuna salad. Do you guys do that? Uh, I sometimes, no. if I really want to treat myself, Wait, I do. Yeah, yeah. Egg and, I, I, I like hard it, boiled egg. I like it lean and mean. Mayonnaise, yeah. tuna, and uh, salt and pepper. Salt that's, and pepper. That's yeah. it. Not even salt, just pepper. Cause yeah. I feel like the tuna fish is already salted because oh, of no, the man, ocean. I, I put t- what. Because of the ocean. It comes from the ocean. It's already got salt in <laughs> He's got a point there. I do. Okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, some some egg, uh, a little salt, pepper, a little bit of relish, uh, mm. some uh, onion, a little celery salt, or, okay. or a little uh, garlic salt. It's you not can, bad. You can make it good. Man, you not can bad. make tuna salad yummy at home. I made some not that long ago. I, I don't know if you're the same way. A little but lemon in there, too. Lemon, <laughs> really? Oh yeah, a little squeeze of lemon. <laughs> little crab to, with a K. I used to love tuna, but now... No? Mm. Tuna is a, is a great go-to for, for protein, but uh, I have now become, as I think I've mentioned a few times, a salmon fan. Yeah. Do they have canned? They have canned salmon, right? Is yes, they any? do. Okay. In no. fa- yes, I've never had it, but no. they have it. Yeah. All right. So when it's, you... it's crazy watching canned salmon spawn. <laughs> when you uh, get your your tuna can and you t- take the lid off, do you squeeze as hard as you I can? Beat to the get, piss out of it. Get no. all that water out. No, I take just a little bit out. That's got flavor in it. Oh, I don't like that flavor. Case I uh, I tastes like tuna. I compact the crap out of it. Tastes like seafood. I do. Yeah. But I um um I do like the. Uh, I don't know. It's 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 very versatile. That's the thing with salmon. And my I roommate, mean, with that, with that tuna. My roommate would leave the used tuna cans out in the sink when I was uh, like po- <gasps> post college, and like the mayo. Yeah, and, that stinks bad. He'd go, oh my god, and he'd go to work because uh, he had to start work earlier than I did, and it just was such a freaking mess. And we didn't have a dishwasher. It really left a scar. <laughs> Wait, like this you should have called in and gotten him fired. Yeah. Tuna can. He's got a gun with him today. Like or, the whole, he would make tuna salad uh, almost every morning, case, and that would be his for lunch. breakfast. Which is oh. fun. No, no, no. He would take it with you'd brand bag, brown bag it, and uh, but he would leave the mess behind, and he would leave it for me to clean up. That scumbag. I know. Mm. That guy works in the Senate now. Wow. Um, all right, Mitch so, McConnell. <laughs> it's not Mitch, I didn't live with Mitch McConnell. <laughs> I'm just going to work. Got <laughs> a few pounds and some marinade and swim. <laughs> I really appreciate it. You clean it out a little later and we'll go to work. 
I didn't know you did a Mitch McConnell no, impression. Well, she just talked like a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, mid-90s, me and Mitch. <laughs> He ends up doing like an infomercial for a tuna salad that he made. You never said anything to him? I probably did. You know, I, was, I wasn't the greatest roommate either. Well, you couldn't understand him. <laughs> right. Come on, bitch. I think he said he was sorry. <laughs> I think. Okay. Uh, anyhow, we'll see what comes of this uh, lawsuit. Let me see what else. Uh, you know what? I'm going to mention this one. Um, Uber is acquiring Drizzly, the, I, the alcohol delivery service. I heard doing this it, yesterday, yeah. Doing it for $1.1 billion Whoa. in stock and cash. Drizzly? So I've never even heard of it. I I've had just barely heard of Drizzly, but, but they're... Um, Listen, the uh, the ro- look at Uber for Christ's sake. Uber started predominantly as a as a car service. Yeah. And now the Uber Eats side of it has eclipsed yeah. that. Well, they pounced on it. They pounced yeah. on on the uh the pandemic. That's and, it. And the way people are And also were less ordering. people are, were traveling with these services anyway. So now they're and and it's the the whole industry is tilted that way. Yeah. I don't know how this drizzly thing works from state to state. I don't right. know how that could work here in Pennsylvania. Um, but didn't those laws get relaxed post-pandemic, like delivery laws? Or, they or did. I, Some mistaken? of them did, yes. Okay. I just don't, because when it comes to... In other words, it's out- illegal to take a hamburger over state lines for uh, illegal purposes. Well, well no. somebody's got to check an ID. Yeah. Is what you're saying, right? Yeah. 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 And if you're, you know, is a driver going to have that... You know, well, listen, a, a, a person at the checkout counter at the grocery store now where you can buy liquor does. I know. Or they actually, to... they scan your, your driver's license. I know. In fact, I, I've noticed that they're doing it for, like, people that are, like, well into their 60s and sure. 70s. They do it. Because they yeah, have no to do what. it. Yeah. Um, no, no matter but, what. Um, the, you you have to drive to the person's house to check their ID. Right. So it's way more inconvenient than, you know, them them coming to you. Right. You know? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe they see the, the money is worth it. Uh, yeah. I don't know what the... What the you know the markup is on, right. on it, so uh, it's. But this this purchase is a uh, is is a big one. The co-founders Justin are Justin Robinson and Nick Reyes, uh, and they are the ones who are selling it. Drizzly will become a wholly owned subsidiary of Uber, and will be consolidated into the Uber Eats app. Uh, while also maintaining a standalone app. And the company said in a press release that more than 90% of the price will be paid to shareholders in stock form uh, with the balance in cash. So but they're making a ton of money. Look at Caviar purchased DoorDash, I believe they, or uh, I forget how it worked out, but now when you order on Caviar, it's a dasher that brings your food to the house. By the way, this delivery service, Drizzly, is yeah. eight years old. I mean, it's yeah. been around for a while, and it's in more than 1,400 cities. Does anybody know anyone who's used it? It's no. probably, we probably haven't heard of it because they can't do it in Pennsylvania. I don't know. You'd have to check on that. Nick, can you do a, a yeah. search and see if it's available in Pennsylvania? I'm looking at all the cities where it is available and does not look like anything in Pennsylvania. How about New Jersey? New York City? No. I don't uh, see any Jersey cities either. Nick, do we still have Not insomnia even. cookies in the area? Oh, yeah. Okay, really? then I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I don't see anything in our area. Well, anyhow, it's available in 1,400 cities. Uh, and they, they will continue to, quote, from the press release, innovate and expand uh, independently in the, its fast-growing and competitive sector 
while also gaining access to the advanced mobile marketplace technologies of the world's largest food delivery and ride-sharing platform. We want to make sure that if you want a drink, you can get one. Uh, the deal grew out of consumers' habit changes during the pandemic. And so how much was it for? That's what it went for, $1.1 billion. <laughs> wow. Yeah, God so, almighty. There are Amazing. currently uh, 85 employees of Drizzly, so I'm wondering if they split that evenly or if they split... I mean, they must split it in some Casey, well, they're stockholders. Yeah. Well, I don't know what the story is on it. Casey, market put together a plan and put your uh, butter syrup into into yeah. because you see these things that just and I mean uh, the money that can be made if you have something that hits yeah is huge. And Casey yesterday came up with the concept of butter syrup. Greg has used Drizzly oh. in Malvern. Oh. Drizzly, Drizzly in Malvern. Hi, uh, Greg. Good morning. Morning. How are you guys? Good. So this is available in our area. It's it's not it's not um, it's it's not available in Pennsylvania. But I I went to pre-pandemic. I went to Nashville, oh. and you can you can oh. set it up to be delivered like as you arrive. So you know when you you get into a, a new city or whatever, and you want uh, you want alcohol, but you don't want to have to you know get off the plane, go right to the store or whatever. You oh, can if you if you happen to be visiting stuff. at a hotel or something like that, hotel. We got an Airbnb. Okay. Yeah. So right. we, uh, you just go. You have, they have an app. You go on the app. You order everything you want, and then the driver sources it. So it's like a couple different. Uh, I guess um, the distributors or um, uh, the, the the beer places they all are part of Drizzly's app, hmm. and then your driver goes and picks it up at the different places and right. delivers to you all at once. And then the driver checks your ID when you when they arrive. We're getting okay. a lot of conflicting reports on on the text board though. People are saying that they used it in Sicklerville. Uh, I've used Drizzly all the time. It's the best thing ever. I've used it regularly in Philly. And then this person said, I, dra- I downloaded it yesterday, tried to use it. It's not available here yet. And that was from a 215 number. So, yeah. so maybe it's in specific areas in this area. Or maybe these people are all ordering from Nashville. Greg, what were you going to say? <laughs> I was saying maybe, I mean, post once the pandemic came around, I don't know like if they changed the rules. But I know pre-pandemic, because when I get back from Nashville, I was like, oh, i gotta, I got to have this in Pennsylvania. Right. They're like, no, no, no way. Didn't, it literally said wasn't available in, in Pennsylvania. It was huh. illegal okay. here. Yeah, Interesting. All right. Thanks for the heads up, Greg. Appreciate Thanks, it, man. Um, yeah, we already done. We've, we've talked okay. about that before. All right. So, interesting. Well, we'll have to get some clarification on Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me see what else we got here for you. How's about... Oh, we got one more. Time. One more. Yeah. And that's it. We'll end with this. Uh, ben & Jerry's recently announced a new line of ice creams uh, called Topped. And the line consists of seven different ice cream flavors, and each is covered with a layer of chocolate ganache. I love ganache. And other... T- <laughs> And other toppings. The most beautiful word. Uh, that That's one of those. Remember we talked about words like Asiago or ganache. Or, uh, Asiago. ganache is one of those that you can go after. Uh, flavor options include Whiskey Biz. Whiskey Biz. Made with uh, brown butter bourbon ice cream. Hello. Uh, blonde brownies and whiskey caramel swirls topped with a white chocolatey ganache and white fudge chunks. <laughs> then you have uh, PB over the top. Uh, chocolate ice cream with peanut butter swirls and peanut butter cups huh. topped with mini peanut butter cups mm. and chocolatey ganache. Yeah. Chocolate yeah. caramel cookie dough, yeah. which is chocolate ice cream with caramel swirls and gobs of chocolate chip cookie dough. Gobs. Topped with caramel cups and chocolatey 
ganache, ganache, and more. These are the only ones that have uh, been described in this particular story that I share with you now. The greatest thing they ever did is uh, they put a graham cracker swirl in one of their ice creams, and that ice cream I can't find anywhere. It was a uh, uh, it was a s'mores ice cream. One like, of their best yeah. ice creams, Casey, is still, I think, their fish food. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and it's funny because obviously I love the band, yeah. but the, that ice cream does nothing for me. Yeah, it's, well, it's a little too for me. It's a little too plain. There's uh, my go-to lately for Ben and Jerry's is called uh, Tonight Dough, mm-hmm. and uh, it's uh, <laughs> cookie dough. Uh, yeah, but it's got uh, a few other things in there, and uh, I don't know, man. Ganache. I, I dig it. Yeah, I don't think any ganache. Yeah, it's interesting, Casey. I, I don't you you like ice cream with all kinds of stuff in it. You had brought us some ice cream that you really loved, with it loaded with mint and chocolate cookies and all yes. kinds of things. I can, see, I don't like my ice cream that way. No, uh, you like I your like, rum raisin or I, whatever. Yeah, I like I like. A fewer. I I like if it's got nuts in it. <laughs> I nuts. love. I like my nuts creamy. Yeah, uh-huh. and veiny. Uh, no, but um, yeah. Any any kind of nuts. It, it can it can be uh, pistachios or peanuts or w- right. whatever. I like that, and maybe fruit or something like that. I don't like all that extra stuff. You know, then let me recommend in case you turn me on to Zaz. Yeah, which is sensational. Oh, ice black cream. magic man. Oh my mm-hmm. god. Mm-hmm. Oh. See, normally, oh! like, a devil's food cake is too dry, but when you put it in ice cream, it's perfect. Yeah. It's absolutely perfect. And that ice cream, Preston, it was, it's only, it's basically cookies and cream. It's got, like, a um, like a, a swirl to it. I mean, swirl. Yeah. Swirls yeah, are too, good, too. For me, it's personally, too busy. I, don't, I don't like, yeah, a little too busy. Thank little you very busy. much. Yep. There is also Hershey's does the, I think it's Hershey's makes the ice cream. It's called Graham Central Station. I love Graham Swirl, man. You ever have a yeah. Graham Slam? That's a, I believe that's yes, Turkey Hill. Turkey Hill, it's all right. I it's, like it. it now, it, um, yeah, it's, it doesn't have the swirl. <laughs> I like the swirl. He likes the swirl. I like, I like the swirl. Wow. Yeah. Casey does some gestures like Bill Weston. <laughs> swirl, yeah. When he, when he says the word swirl. Um, yeah. So, and he, Very swirly. And so that's why I like that Relatable. signature brand salted caramel pretzel ice cream because it's kind of got like this salted caramel pretzel swirl I got you. to okay. it. Yeah. All right. Moose Tracks has a swirl, but it's Ooh. a chocolate swirl. I like swirlies. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So this is now available. This whole ganache line ganache. from uh, Ben & Jerry's is available nationwide, by the way. Love it. All right. Uh, we got a, a check, a please. We got a... That's hey, you know what you don't do anymore? You, don't, you don't hit the bell. Oh, yeah. Order up. Oh. Yeah. Order up. Thank hey, you. Uh, thank I'll, you. I'll, I'll come back to that. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Listen, we need to take a break and come back to the fact that we have money to give away. No sad yeah. And Before we do that, we're also going to talk to our friends at Fox Good Day. So we'll check in with uh, Mike and Alex in just a moment. The Bizarre File was on the way, too. So we'll be right back. Stay with us this morning. MMR Rock Shop Flash Sale Alert. Preston said it. Good morning. Now you can own it. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, it. Good morning, it. Good morning, it. Just hanging out. Good morning, it. That is the official Preston and Steve. Good morning, it. Coffee mug. Limited time item. Get it through this Wednesday only. Also just added. New Brent Porsche logo hats and shirts and the return of the Pierre Beard Face Mask while supplies last. Plus, all your MMR logoed favorites on sale now. So easy and just a click away in the rock shop at WMMR.com. All the merch that rocks. Uh, real quick, you know what I'll, I'll do? I'll share this a uh, little bit of info here. I've been uh, I've been taking a pause from uh, social media, so I've been on Twitter or anything like that. But I got a a, a, um, an, a notification that Casey had commented on on a, a post that I was tagged in. Blah blah blah. Anyway, huh. so I went on. I I clicked on it, and uh, it was this guy 
who's in the hospital. He had to go to the emergency room, and uh, his name is DJ Big Whisper. Yeah. And he's in Oregon, is that what you said? I didn't even know that. Uh, but he had said that, um, yeah, he said, since I discovered the podcast, the President's Day have always been my headphones at the hospital. Sudden ER visit has me queuing up the show and wishing, uh, washing away my fears. Thank you, guys. And so, you know, we, we all wish him well. And, yes. Yeah. Uh, further, he's gotten back. I guess he made a video, Marissa said, so I don't know. It's this morning. He, he made it about a um, half hour ago. Uh, he, he said, here's the further explanation of what ha- happened to him. Last Wednesday, he stepped on a piece of broken plastic, went half an inch into the upper uh, part right of my uh, foot under my toes. Okay, that sounds like a bummer, right? Uh, he says, but it, it's become inflamed, severely infected. I'm actually in danger of losing my foot. Oh, oh my God. God. If the antibiotics don't work. So uh, I'm doing all that right. I can to heal. I know, right? That That's why, you know, cuts that are kind of significant, uh, one that are, where you're like, eh, should I go to the hospital or not? Um, you should probably go because sometimes it can get, if you don't clean it properly, it can get infected and you can end up in a bad situation. Yeah, and also to that initial point, clean out, clean the, the wound. Yeah. Make sure oh, you yeah. put, yeah. Yeah, most definitely. The so, proper stuff on it. DJ Big Whisper, uh, we wish you a speedy recovery, yes. sir. And thanks for checking in from Oregon. And I guess he just stumbled across us. That's very is, cool. Yeah, it's amazing. So hang in there, my man. Uh, you know what? I think I have, I know we have, uh, like another minute. Uh, before we go, you're reaching for a shard out, aren't you? Uh, yes, Ooh, I nice. am. Let me see. I, I belated ones cause I, I got, I got caught with my pants down <laughs> and, I and now we're passing the savings on to you. Uh, this is, Hey, I was wondering, if I get a shard out to my husband, Mike. We met at a singles mixer Ooh, at Penguin's was? pub in 2009 oh, yeah. and just passed our seven year wedding anniversary. Oh! See? Uh, so that is from Lauren uh, Sammartino. So here is a shard. And someday we'll return to those mixers, man. We've had yeah. many marriages and babies come out of those events. It freaking work. It's so cool. I remember that mixer so well for some reason. I don't know why, but it just it sticks out in my mind. Yep, me yep. too. Because the I, word penguins in it. I punched Nick in the arm and dropped the beer. And broke <laughs> that's, it. that's right. right. Oh my god! Wait, remember where that? where is that. penguins? It's I don't know if it's around anymore. Richboro? It's in the Northeast, right? No, I think no. it's in Richboro. It's Richboro, in north right. of uh, the Turnpike somewhere. All right, well, we should be hearing music in about uh, five or ten seconds. We're going to go live on uh, Fox Good Day, but I, I do remember that one in particular, and so do these guys, because seven years later, they're still married. I love it. Here we go. Yes, it's still snowing in Westchester. I see a couple of flakes, and speaking of a couple of flakes... <laughs> hey, Preston and Steve, welcome to... Cute. <laughs> what a segue. I like that segue. Mike. How you doing, okay. man? Doing well. Excellent. We're feeling pretty good. It's been a long week, but yes. hey... Somebody said, oh, how do you list somebody in your phone if it's your significant other? Instead of just writing out, if I was dating Alex Holly, Right. Which he's not. He's not, no. <laughs> Which he's not. Made that clear. He's not. Quick denial. Not even, not even a shot. Um, <laughs> no. I wouldn't write in there Alex Holly because she's my, you know. Yeah. I'll probably put a pet name in there. You'd put my boo. <laughs> my or, boo. Or yeah. an emoji or something. Right. Probably I do emojis when I'm with someone. You do That's just you emo- you, you'll put, you, rather than a name, you'll have their emoji if you're seeing someone. Let me give you an example. Back when okay, we could please. sit on the desk, he would complain that I because his text is large, so he can read it. I'm, yeah. I'm elderly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I think he does it so people because he knows his text is so large, it's so easy to read, so people don't know who he's talking to. Uh, okay, I don't know which one you have first there, Sammy, in the control room. But uh, and I'm sorry for you. Why? 
What's, what's happening? Are we losing it? What? Oh. No, no, we're here. We're here. Okay. He's just talking to the producer. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay, so yeah, we don't know that. Tell you're just sitting here. Anyway. Uh, well, we're going to have breakfast where you guys hash it out. <laughs> <laughs> so I do use emojis if I'm dating somebody. Uh-huh. And uh, I was dating this uh, a, a police officer at one point in my life. Ooh. And so it's a little picture of her of a police officer and a little heart next to him. Aww, that's adorable. Yes. Uh, what about the married folks? How do they do it? Is it just wife? Yeah. With their we pain? use words yeah. and, and <laughs> names. Uh, I go crazy. Uh, my wife is listed as Claire. Yes. Whoa. Is that her name? Yeah, because that's her name. <laughs> I, have, I have a picture of her, though, where she looks totally adorable, so totes adorbs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just have Rochelle. That's my wife's name. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. No, Casey. Casey has Casey that. Casey does. Casey. Yeah, my, actually, yeah, mine is wifey, and I think it's because... Wifey. Yeah, I know. It's cute, right? Uh, I think you put it in there? No, I put it in there, but I think it's because of when I would do, like, when I would ask Siri to call... Uh, her name's Diane, but um, when I would do Diane, it would come up as a different name. And uh-huh. then if I did Uh-oh. it wife, it would come up like Mike or something like so that. So you'd be calling Mike Jarek. <laughs> yeah. So Thank I'd you. be calling Mike Jarek. Yeah, you know? I'm, so, I'm going to rock your world tonight. Yeah, so wifey is, is how she's That explains labeled. those texts. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, Kathy, what about you? So I've been described as cold-hearted a lot of times. Yeah. Um, I see stuff like that, and I just roll my eyes. I'm like, my friend has my man in there. I'm like, this is so stupid. Just put his name. <laughs> My man. So yes, just the name. Do you have your husband's name? Yes, that's it. Just a picture, maybe? Something? No, no picture. Nothing. I don't even know how to do Not the even. pictures on the cell phone. <laughs> what about one of those pictures? Uh, <laughs> Are you kidding? Oh, I don't get well, those. His, well, his first name is Dennis, so the, it would be a... Yeah. A D. Oh, my god. It would be a... <laughs> is Nick around? Yeah, he is. Yeah, I use uh, first and last names for everybody. I, I, even for my parents. Uh, my mom is stored darn. as Betsy and McElwain. And, and pleased so to I, meet you, Mrs. McElwain. Yeah, but I do. <laughs> Nick, you're my son. Wait, wait, not even for mom and dad. No, nope. I, I know that. Everybody? I know I'm that that's and weird, and, and a lot of people use mom. mom and dad. But uh, but I do use photos, and I have a great one for Kathy of her looking terrible, <laughs> uh, and I have a, a really nice one of my girlfriend for her. So I'll use the photos for people, uh, but I, I use first and last wait, names. Wait, I do have one. I have one for Nick because it's it was yeah. I was trying oh, to enter right. his name into yes. the phone. McElwain. Sorry, I kid you not. When I have to say, hey, Siri, call Nick make what the F, but it's the full word <laughs> because oh. I, oh, wow. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm tapping out on this Scottish name of his. So yeah. I bet Marissa uses emojis. Uh, I don't know. We, let's see. Marissa. She's in the other room. Uh, no emojis, but everybody gets a nickname, and it takes a really long time okay. to shake that nickname. In fact, Mike, you're Mike Fox Twenty Nine. Alex is Alex Fox Twenty Nine. Oh, that's Usually... not a nickname. That's our occupation. Well, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I'm, I'm going to call you TV Please personality. That's my nickname for you. It's the bar that I met the person. We'll see you next week. <laughs> All right, we gotta go. All right, we'll see you later, guys. Bye, guys. Well, wait a minute, Marissa. What what are all of? Or do any of us have nicknames? Uh, Nick put his name in my phone one drunken night at Kildare's. Really? So it's in all caps N I C K. Wow. Um, I have a great photo of you, Marissa. It's you and me ooh. at um, the Elmwood Park Zoo feeding giraffes, and that's when, so with Marissa wow. stored. Yeah. Uh, you know, I want to hear the rest of the nicknames, but huh? it's six oh three. We oh, got to okay. do this. Oh. Eight oh three. W M M R presents. All right, we got a word for you. It's worth $500. The word is best, B-E-S-T. 
And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways to do that via text to the special contest short code, which is 45911. Or you can also be entered for the $10,000 grand prize by entering it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry will win $500 in our company-wide contest. And that person will get a call from Beasley. Make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules available at WMMR.com. It is sponsored by Stakem, and the word is BEST, B-E-S-T. So good luck to you. All right, Marissa, back to you. Your nickname's for us. Uh, okay, you guys don't have good nicknames at all. Okay. And here's the reason, because I remembered why. Uh, when you got, when I first met you guys, um, you guys were really famous to me. <laughs> so when I put you in my phone, I didn't want anyone to know who you are in case my phone got stolen. Uh-huh. And then people would have you here. Number. You were trying to protect our, you know, we're very sought after. So what, what, very sought what do you have us down at? So it's just first names, except it's Steve oh. Moore, because like yeah. that was my Listen, little son, you know? you got to protect me. Yeah, you, I, it's your job to take a bullet for me, you know that. literally, if you go through like every ex-boyfriend or every like friend, it's just, or usually actually when I'm dating somebody, it takes me about six to eight weeks to even save a name. Oh. In it, because okay. then you're like committing to the name, and then you're changing them. It's like putting up a Facebook status. Then eventually you have to erase it. So if you don't put it there, then you don't have to worry about it. You can't edit it. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't want to. Yeah, but okay. then it's like you know, if you like name it one thing, and then you break up, and then you have to rename it. <laughs> that that's a lot. That it's like committing. It's committing yeah. to renaming it. I have Nick in my phone as Nick MMR, and the only reason is because when I first put him in my phone, he was Nick Y100. So it was <laughs> Nick Y100 for years, even after we came here. And I was like, well, this is stupid. I need to change it. And I was like, I just didn't, I don't know why I didn't put his last name. I just put him as Nick MMR. <laughs> and how does uh, Bill Weston have your number stored? Oh, uh, <laughs> Eight six seven five three zero nine. Two one five eight six seven five three zero nine. I don't know why I can't get you with your home number. This is what I have. It's oh, not in service. Great. I love it. I have gotten. Uh, I'll meet somebody that I thought I never knew before. I'll get their name and then it'll pop up from their old job, and I'll be like, Oh my god, that's how I know you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that happens a lot. All right, we got to do the B file. Let's do it now. Here we go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre Brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook <laughs> app. Download the DraftKings app and use the code ROCK to get in on the action. You may have seen this online. A Manchester, England toilet has gone viral after it started churning foam and bubbles into an apartment. I mean, it's crazy. How much foam there is coming out of this toilet? What is the foam? Is it is it fecal foam? No, 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 no. It's like soap. So oh. Stephen Oliver, who is the general manager at Evelyn's Cafe Bar, woke up at two a.m. on Sunday to find that his home had been turned into a giant bubble bath. A video posted on his Instagram account shows foam pouring out of the toilet bowl and filling his apartment with suds. He can heard, uh, can be heard laughing, saying, "Oh my God, what the f is going on? What the f am I going to do?" Uh, Stephen said he struggled for three hours to try and contain the mess. One of his neighbors has since commented on the video to say that they experienced a similar issue that morning to a lesser extent. Where's the foam coming from? Uh, he believes the sudsy problem stemmed from the hotel next door and plumbers have since been out to fix it. But I don't know <sighs> exactly what happened. But I mean, it's like shooting out. Oh, my it's God. It's crazy. Uh, it almost well, it got, could have been far worse if it was coming out of the toilet. Got around two million likes on uh, TikTok as of a couple of days ago when it popped up. 
A Tennessee man is accused of stabbing a man with whom he got into an argument over not wearing a mask and later was swinging two metal baseball bats at police officers. Yeah. At the same time, like he was double hoisting them. Like nunchucks. Yeah. Jerry Cowan began arguing with another man outside an apartment complex because Cowan was not wearing a mask. Cowan allegedly pulled out a pocket knife. And a long blade with a makeshift wooden handle and stabbed the other man in his arm and near his chin. The victim escaped to a nearby residence and called police. Cowan retreated into his home. Responded officers, responding officers heard a metallic object hitting the back of the door twice. Officers busted down the door. They found Cowan holding a metal baseball bat in each hand. He was swinging the bats towards the officers and ran away. Uh, they repeatedly told Cowan to drop the bats. No! And later used a stun gun on him multiple times and took him into custody. He was charged with resisting arrest and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. All right, this is messed up, man, but I want to see this documentary. A forthcoming documentary suggests a woman who's serving a life sentence in prison for her role in two killings may have been a serial killer who also fed the remains of her dismembered lover to her neighbors at a barbecue in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Investigation Discovery, a crime-themed cable network, will air the true crime thriller called Dead North about Kelly Cochran, a woman who pled guilty in the 2016 murder of her husband, Jason, at their home. What kind of steak is this? Is this Chuck? Oh, yeah. Uh, Cochran (laughs) told police that she injected her husband with heroin and smothered him with a pillow as revenge for the murder of her lover, Christopher Reagan, who she lured to her home. Uh, in Michigan, with the promise of sex, her husband burst out of the basement and shot Reagan in the head with a twenty-two caliber rifle during the attack, which the couple had plotted together after making a, quote, pact to kill anyone involved in extramarital affairs. While they were conducting extramarital affairs. Exactly. Police Chief uh, Laura Frizzo investigated whether Kelly Cochran had as many as nine victims. The case goes cold, had gone cold. But breaks, uh, but broke open after uh, Jason Cochran's murder in February 2016, which Kelly Cochran told police she did not lose a moment of sleep over and, quote, was revenge. I evened the score. Wow. While being interrogated, Kelly admitted that she and her husband plotted to kill Reagan and that they dismembered his corpse and dumped it in the woods. She led Frizzo to an area where his skull was found in the woods, and her neighbors revealed that they were potentially served his remains at a barbecue. Oh, that's correct. Uh, she was sentenced to life in prison for Reagan's killing in 2017 and then sentenced in April to, uh, to 65 years in prison for her husband's murder. And amidst these convictions, Kelly's own brother Colton comes forth fearing that his sister is a serial killer with nine total victims. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, horrific. Where's this documentary? Uh, it is. I'm sorry I threw that away. It is on uh, Investigation Discovery. All right. It's a great channel. So it's a network. Yeah. So there you go. One of the Second World War's most bizarre relics, Adolf Hitler's toilet seat, is going up for auction. It's expected It's expected to fetch around $30,000. And he had all sorts of bowel issues. And it was looted by a U.S. soldier from the dictator's private bathroom at the Berghof, which was his retreat in the Bavarian Alps. Ragenwald Borch was told by senior officers to, quote, get what you want from the Berghof, which had been badly damaged by the Allied bombing in the last days of the war. When asked by when asked by another soldier why he was carrying a toilet seat, Sergeant Porch replied, 
Where do you think Hitler put his ass? Ah. So he shipped it back to his home in New Jersey, where he put it on display in his basement. His family is selling the seat at an auction in Maryland. Uh, I think it's either later this week or next week. I think we talked with someone a while ago when we were... I forget what the subject was. Maybe bizarre keepsakes or novelties or whatever you had at your home. And I think somebody... Mentioned this? Mentioned this, Preston. Uh, Bill Panagopoulos of Alexander Auction said that it was guaranteed to be one of the most eye-catching items that one could ever add to a collection of World War II relics. He said this was from Hitler's personal bathroom, from as close to a throne as a dictator would ever get. One can scarcely imagine the plotting that the tyrant undertook while contemplating the world from atop this particular perch. Uh, The record for such an item at an auction is said to be the... Uh, 850 pounds paid last year for a 1975 toilet seat cover belonging to Bill Wyman sporting a Rolling Stones tongue logo. Uh, so they're going to put Hitler's toilet seat up for auction. It is pretty amazing. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. You still have a little under three minutes to get our special word for No Sad Dough over to us. The word is BEST, B-E-S-T. And you can do that by texting it to the contest short code, which is 45911. Or if you want to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, send it over via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. So the word, again, is BEST. B-E-S-T. Good luck. Coming back in a moment. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses, and a week later, they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24-karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order now and receive free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com. Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses, and a week later, they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24-karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order now and receive free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com. with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I got a uh, list from BuzzFeed. It was from a uh, Reddit user who had, um, you know, given an example of something they experienced, and then people chimed in with it, uh, some some similar stories they had, and these are pretty funny. So essentially it was um, complaints from toddlers or something that toddlers got upset about, and you got to love the ingenuity of some kids or what is important to you as a child. Uh-huh. Um, oh and, yeah, and that frame that frame is is fascinating. Oh, what man. what becomes? And I I don't have kids, but I I um I've abducted a few, and I know the, the <laughs> things that the darndest things. But it's it's just funny. And I remember myself as a kid. Yeah, what was of paramount importance? Absolutely. Right? I will give you a great example of this. And if you want to share stories, feel free to get in touch with them uh, with us. But this <clears throat> this particular person said, when my nephew was about three. I found a cookie that he had stashed in a couch cushion, and it was dry and gross, and it had obviously been there for a while, so I immediately tossed it in the trash. Well, my nephew saw this, immediately burst into full-on, snotting, hysterical tears, and through his sobs, he managed to choke out the words, 
you don't throw away cookies. <laughs> <laughs> and to a child, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a travesty yeah. that that happens. If you, do, you, do you watch AFE? <laughs> that's what the cool people call it I, every yeah. Sunday. I have not in a long time, and I, I, don't I know ca- there's some gems on there, man. Yeah. I don't care how cynical you are. I don't care where you fall on the cool chart or whatever the story is. Yeah. If you hang out with Fonzie. No. Uh, the uh, the stuff that you see and the uh, the adorable Kid stuff, especially like with cookies, yeah, yep. and with you know, there's one. This kid is sitting under the table, <laughs> and he felt that because he was sitting under the table eating cake, he really wasn't eating the cake. <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. If you ate it at the table, yeah, it's yep. a big difference. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there is, um, and I've seen it on, um, you know, probably Twitter or you know, Instagram or Facebook or whatever. But it's just a series of photos. Of kids crying yeah. and the reason why they're crying, <laughs> right. right? And it's never like a legit reason. Right. Like, you know, it's always like, you know, um, you know, he's crying because I told him that he can't be uh, Santa Claus or so. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, yes. And so they get like super duper upset. I love him. I get I get such a kick out of it. There's one in particular, Steve, I'm looking for it that kind of speaks to the kid eating the, uh, uh, the cake. Okay, yeah. Yeah, here we go. Okay, so <laughs> it says... I watched a friend's kid have a total breakdown because he wanted to have eaten ice cream. <laughs> to so, have eaten. Yeah, he had ice cream in a bowl in front of him, and he couldn't eat it. But apparently, having to go through the mechanical motions of actually eating to get to a later point in time in which he had eaten ice cream was too much for him to bear. <laughs> in other words, everything leading up to the post-ice cream yes, session yeah, was yes. a distraction. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Not the joy of eating it, the knowledge you have eaten it. Correct. Here's another one uh, that says, uh, my daughter had a complete existential breakdown one day. That's a whole... Existential is a perfect word for yes. a lot of these kid arguments. Go ahead. Yes, because it's all-encompassing. Yes. Absolutely. It's, it's everything. Yeah. So my daughter had a complete existential breakdown one day when she found out that she was going to have to pee every day for the rest of her life. <laughs> <laughs> I can't deal. I you love know? those realizations. I, I have I have those thoughts sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I got to shower every day. God, that's a lot of work. <laughs> Every uh, week, right? <laughs> Hang on. Here's a uh, here's a text that just came. It said, "My my mine just turned four. My just turned four year old was insistent that he needed a watch. The reason he needed it, he said it was for work. He's four. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a job, but he needs a watch. But he needs a watch. Absolutely." Mm-hmm. This one says, my toddler got mad that her poop came out in two pieces instead of one. (laughs) And she accused my husband of cutting it while she wasn't looking. A, there are poop knives. There are. It's not like it's an impossibility. Mm -hmm. And I know I I get a little sad if, you know, because you're always going for a record. Yeah, Yeah, you're going for for length. Casey goes for a record. Just thinking about how I felt a couple of weeks ago (laughs) when that two and a half footer came out. I was like, (laughs) what if that had split? What if you had just had two? I'd be like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, two never worries instead of one champion. Yeah, so there is a, uh, there's an Instagram handle you can follow called Reason My Child Is Crying. And this girl is crying because the plane in the sky didn't wave back at her. I just get such a kick out of that. Uh, There's another one that was just recommended over text, Casey, called Live From Snack Time. And uh, it's this teacher that posts um, uh, kid quotes on the daily from uh, snack time and some of their complaints. 
here's one that says, uh, chicken nuggets don't make my stomach hurt because they would never betray me like that. <laughs> <laughs> here's one that says, my toddler demanded to know how to say hola in Spanish, but wouldn't accept that it was already in Spanish <laughs> and cried for hours because of that. It's the best is, you know, listen, you don't want kids to get upset, but when they're getting upset over something that's just silly, they can't wrap their mind around it. And it is pretty funny because, you know, eventually they will be able to figure it out. I like this one, too. It says, uh, my nephew had a breakdown when his boot wouldn't fit on his head like a hat. <laughs> Wanted so badly to wear a boot as a hat. I remember my, so years ago, my uh, having sort of a breakdown because my brother, my older, you know, by nine years brother had beetle boots and I loved the Beatles mm. and they were for his size and I didn't understand why they didn't fit the same way on my feet. Right. You like, just don't get it. What's going on here? This one says, my son once cried when he stuffed his sandwich into the VHS player, and a movie about sandwiches didn't play. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's good thinking, though. That should be the case. Yeah. This kind of reminds me of uh, this one, uh, this text you just pulled up, Nick. It says, uh, I just really need some alone time at Target, <laughs> was a quote from a kid. Kathy. Uh, no, it reminded me of uh, yeah, Mr. Mom when, yes. he, when he takes a whoopie away. Oh, my yeah. God, yes. Can I be alone <laughs> for a moment? A whoopie. Mm-hmm. I... I Kathy, you write down things that Jay says, right? I yeah. I you I started yeah. to do that a couple of times, and oh. then I've I've failed. I've I should have been continuously writing those things. You ready to Jay's things? They're so special. No, my own. Oh. Oh. that's where you, an idiot, came from. Yeah, that was something he said to me, and I I wrote it down. He put like his hands on my cheeks, and I thought he was going to be like, "I love you" or something. He's like, "You, an idiot." And what was that over? I forget. You I didn't could... know some superhero thing. Or I something forget. Like that? I, I could look it up. Okay. Did you say no? It's you're an idiot. Uh, here's one that says, "When my youngest was three, he asked for a cheeseburger with no cheese, so I gave him a hamburger." Cue the meltdown in which he started. <laughs> he was sat staring at his food, sobbing. This isn't what I asked yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this one says, my toddler asked if she could have one piece of candy, and I said yes. Uh, and then she asked, well, can we compromise? And I replied that we didn't need to compromise because she was already getting exactly what she wanted, a piece of candy. But she proceeded to throw a tantrum until I finally agreed that we could compromise. And then she left happily. <laughs> what? No idea as to what that compromise would have looked like. And right? I think she just wanted to be able to use the word yeah. compromise. We compromised. Properly. Yeah. And uh, then she got upset when she didn't understand. So uh, this one says we were at the grocery store. And my daughter asked for strawberry ice cream, and I bought it for her. And she had eaten some after dinner when she started crying, and I asked her what was wrong. And she said, I wanted strawberry ice cream without bones. (laughs) She didn't like the frozen pieces of strawberry (laughs) in the strawberry ice cream. That's great. Uh, And here's another one that says, uh, now that I've been working at home, whenever I get my three-year-old, whenever I give my three-year-old grief, he just tells me to go back to work. (laughs) (laughs) I could see that. All right. And then uh, let me see. There's a couple more of these and we'll move on to something else. Uh, This one says, once my six-year-old yelled, I'm too tired to sleep in a fit of delirium and rage. (laughs) How's that even possible? Ain't got time to bleed. Uh, Another says, I once overheard a mom at the grocery store let her little boy pick out some ice cream. He chose a chocolate banana popsicle and his mom said no. 
Uh, well, the kid started crying until his mom said, I thought you didn't like bananas. And that's when he immediately stopped crying and said, oh, yeah, and then picked something else. <laughs> Wait, I just found one from Jace. Uh, it was in 2017, and I gave him kale nuggets and a hard-boiled egg. Uh, and he said, ew, I don't like this. And I just wa- apparently I walked away. I came back a couple minutes later, and I, and I looked at him and said, did you just eat everything on your plate? And he said, I only ate it because I didn't want to look at it anymore. Oh, that's, <laughs> I like that. Where do you keep them, Kath? Uh, my son? Yeah, no. <laughs> the quotes. In a box in the basement? <laughs> Usually in the closet. Um, I, they're in my notes, in my yeah, phone. Same. Yeah, I'm going to go to, uh, I'm sorry, Steve, okay. I'm going to go to Will here. Hey, Will, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, sorry to bother you guys at work. Nah, not such thing. What's up, dude? Uh, so... We give my son as much fruit as he wants throughout the day, and nine times out of ten, he doesn't finish it. So he tried to put a banana back into the peel since it wouldn't fit. <laughs> Nuclear meltdown. Wow. <laughs> he couldn't reseal it back in the he peel, and that was put it back <laughs> in. Yeah. Enough. Uh, yep, that's enough to do it, exactly. It's amazing how some of these things lock, Thanks, it, lock on a kid's mind, though, because I remember we went, we went someplace with my, my uh, nephews, and, uh, uh, you know, a big family uh, gathering of sorts. And we were up in upstate New York and we went to one of these caverns. And so they kept wandering off. And I said, don't wander down there because they, they have bats. And they were playing with those snappers at the time, you know, things that uh-huh. little fireworks. So there's snapper bats that live in that cave. <laughs> and if you do it, they will attack you with oh those. Oh. And, and, and they're like they're looking at me. And, and it had to be like two years later. And they go, you know, we're going to something similar. Do you have snapper bats here? And I'm like, oh, that's right. I did say that. Yeah, didn't right. I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, vampire snapper bats. Yeah. <laughs> snapper bats. Here's one that says, when my daughter was three, I told her to stop trying to draw on the dog with crayons. She threw the crayon on the floor, looked at me dead in the eye, and yelled, Daddy, you're ruining my life. <laughs> the drama is always wonderful with children. Uh, here's one. My toddler and I were on a three-hour trip, and she begged to have her window down. I said no, because we were going to be going 70 miles per hour. She began to wail. She cried and cried and cried. So I turned the music on and tuned her out. And after about 45 minutes, she slowed down, gulped, and then asked me in a tremulous voice, Mommy, why am I crying? <laughs> she had forgotten why she was crying. Forgotten why she was so upset. Uh, I used to love the, uh, it was the thing that was popular for a while. The kid would be having a meltdown in the backseat and the parent would be lip syncing it. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah those yeah, were always yeah. great. I think you did one, Kathy, didn't you? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. When he, yeah, he was uh, crying in the bath for absolutely no reason. And yes, oh, yeah. I did do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, and then one last one, and I love this one. This says, uh, one day, my five-year-old told me, you're old. And I responded with slight indignation. I'm not that old. How old do you think I am? And my kid said, the last number. <laughs> 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 I absolutely love it. Uh, I will go to Devin. Hi, Devin. Good morning. Hey, can you hear me all right? Uh, yes. Yeah, I'm all the way out here in the burbs. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Surprised you could get a connection. What's up, Devin? Um, so this happened not too long ago. My four-and-a-half-year-old was freaking out while we were eating Sicilian pizza, screaming that his pizza didn't have a handle, that it didn't have a handle. It did have the I crust. Had no clue what he was talking about. Later to find out, he was talking about the crust. Right. Oh, funny. Yeah. It didn't have any crust on it. I knew exactly when you said it. He was talking about the crust. It had to be. But that's actually kind of ingenious. Yeah. Sicilian pizza doesn't have that. And I, I had no idea. I was like, you're eating pizza. You don't need a handle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Thanks, Devin. Appreciate it, man. 
Uh, let me see. I will go to um, Crystal. Hi, Crystal. Good morning. Hey, guys. Dorton. 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 Dorton to you. <laughs> What's up, Crystal? Um, so my son, he's now, he's now eight, but when he was like three, um, we were sharing a snack. We were sharing a bag of chips. And, you know, I would take one out. I'd give one to him. I'd take one out. I'd have one. So I gave him a chip that was normal size, and I happened to pull out a chip that was huge. Like, it was the size of my palm. It was actually a really big chip. He threw a full-on meltdown because his chip was smaller than my chip. Oh, my God. Didn't believe in the random nature of the chips. Just the one time you had a bigger chip, and it caused him to freak out. Oh, yeah. I I have pictures of I gave him the chip, and he was just sitting on the stairs happily munching away at it. I fixed all the problems. I guess that that has to be a miraculous thing when you're you're a kid and you're looking. Why do you expect yes. uniformity? And how did that get in there? Mm-hmm. And you got a bigger one than yeah. me. And I want everything you have. Uh, let me go to Michelle here. Hey, Michelle. Good morning. Good morning. You guys rock. Thank <laughs> you, Michelle. What's up? Uh, so this happened nine years ago. My daughter's now thirteen, but we were in the car, and it was a few days before mine and my husband's anniversary. And she said, so it's our anniversary? I said, no, it's mine and daddy's anniversary. And she said, she said, well, what does that mean? And I said, well, that was the day he asked me to be his girlfriend. She started crying. I said, why are you crying? And she said, no, mommy, daddy only has hot girlfriends. Oh, <laughs> wow. wow. What? what? <laughs> yep. Uh, and where did that come from? Yeah. Uh, because he always told her, like, you know, yeah, daddy's going out with his hot girlfriend. You know, he would uh, do things like that when he leaves the house. So. Daddy oh, only has hot girlfriends. That's funny. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I love it. I love it, Michelle. Great. Thanks, man. My son was obsessed with the word handsome, so you couldn't call things pretty or beautiful. They were always handsome. handsome. Okay. Yeah, so I remember watching this. Uh, it was an aerial documentary of New Zealand, right. and they were going over these mountains, and I said to him, and it was like right out, he had gotten sick all over Disney World. Yeah. And so we were laying on the couch, and I go, oh, look at, the, look at that. I'm like, that is so beautiful. He goes, no, Dad, that's handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they get stuck on yep. a thing. Did he say it was buns? No, that came later on in that life. Was later on. He's like, no, that's dog water. <laughs> All right, anyhow, uh, some interesting things. And listen, I I suggest that you write these things down. Sure. I, I wish I would have done that. There's some things I guess that, right now, as they're, they're adult men, it's uh, going to be less delightful. There's some things that I have uh, that I've collected and made sure I'd, I'd done as they've grown up. And that's one of the things I wish I would have done was collect those great quotes. Because they keep adding up. Um, there's one other thing I want to bring up. And, Steve, you had mentioned that you had sent me this article. Um, the latest sensation sweeping social media right now is YouTubers cleaning their homes. I thought this would be right in Kathy's wheelhouse. As motivation. <laughs> so they're doing videos that are creating to inspire viewers to tackle their mess and get motivated to clean with the person on camera. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So it wouldn't be for Kathy because she yeah. doesn't need the help. But it's also like porn for people who are into cleaning. Yeah, like I, I'd be like, ooh, we're yeah, yeah, yeah. together. Oh, really? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, they're actually watching and cleaning at the same time? Yeah. 
Yeah, so yeah you have... you're supposed to, I think you're supposed to watch and get the ideas okay. of their organization, maybe their cleaning methods. And, and sometimes like it is just like, you know, having to get up and actually do it, like giving yourself a little push and be like, okay, I got to organize the closet today. Yeah. Now, one of the people who's involved in this happens to be very good looking, the one woman who's doing it. <laughs> so she's, I assume that's not just everyone fascinated with their clean, with their cleaning capabilities. Well, no, there's a, there's a lot of, yeah. of these after I read the article and, and some are pretty average looking yeah. oh, absolutely. people. Um, so videos are being created and, um, some of the motivational cleaners follow a formula to sprucing up their space. Like, uh, Jessica Tull, who starts in the kitchen with dishes. Uh, she said, it's hard to keep up with cleaning and seeing someone else do it. It motivates them to also do it as well. Well, there's, and there's one piece of footage where Kathy, they're showing the, the kitchen and the dining room and it's, it's, it's destroyed. And so I assume you're supposed to see. How she executes, yeah, right. Doing that, and that's, and maybe in some ways that's like that sort of maybe an ASMR type of thing, you know, whatever the video or visual equivalent of that is. Right. right. Uh, she is uh, this particular woman, uh, Jessica Tull, has been a motivational cleaner on YouTube for three years, and the secret to her success is that she says she keeps it real. I uh, said my life was just a complete mess. I decided to just show how it actually is. Me being a single mom with three kids. And I guess over time, it's it's caught on. I wonder if <clears throat> social media has um, caused, and I'm saying like percentage-wise, um, caused people to be cleaner and neater as a result of um, people kind of looking at background of pictures and noticing things out of place. Possibly. Because I know that whenever I'm about to either take a picture or post something uh, online. My wife's like, I got to look at it, make sure that there's nothing out of place because that's what people like to do. They like they're, to they're look at a mic- picture. Micro dissect. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I think it's uh, temporary and whatever is in that frame, <laughs> right, that's okay. what gets clean. You know, is it, you, you get the crap off of the table and you move it to another part of the room. Like the actual cleaning yeah. and organization uh, ab- still takes effort. I saw a, a, a screw up here, Kathy, as we're watching the video of one oh, of these. Did? Yeah, so so in the bedroom, she goes and she dusts the top of the uh, night tables, mm-hmm. and then dust the light fixtures over them. After. Oh, <laughs> that's right. The top there. down. Yeah. Yes. That's the way you got to do it. You know, I learned that last year about dusting. Uh, you're you're supposed to dust. Top down. <laughs> I'm going to mess this up. Uh, you're supposed to do your floors last. Yeah, from t- anything up high down. Cause everything, yeah, cause everything's going to fall to the floor. Fall. Why would yeah. you vacuum it before? Because I'm an idiot. I, an uh, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, and listen, I, I will amend this by saying my wife doesn't do this anymore because I know you had mentioned it to her, Kathy, one time. She's like, he's still going on about that thing where she would always do the, the kitchen floor first. Yeah. Oh, right. uh, and and, I'm, and the, meanwhile, the, the counters the countertop, yeah. are loaded with crumbs and stuff, and that, that all's going to end. Then that. we're going to have to do the floor twice. You, do, yeah. you, you work your way down. You start with the counters first. And some of that gets on in the ground, and then eventually the floor is going to be last. So <laughs> dumb, these dumb friggin' things that Although, you never thought you'd give a rat's ass about. But, uh, but after a while, it's like, I can't I, take it. I just learned that from working in the kitchen, yeah. you know, uh, working part-time jobs. I mean, that's how I would always do it from top to bottom. But I've heard people's argument for doing it the other way is that when you vacuum up the floor, then the, the dust, like part of the dust particles are being thrown into the air and land right. back up on the tables. right. No, that's true too. Yeah, because some d- dust does get kicked up 
if you're when you're vacuuming, so it doesn't get every bit of it. Do you do a full house, uh, you know, run, Kathy, or are you like on what they call a split routine, like in bodybuilding? Listen, I have a service that comes through, so <laughs> we're just like, and I I've had the mindset since I got um, right. a cleaning lady come into my house that uh, they're not they're never perfect. They're never going to do it exactly right. the way you want to do it, but for for what they do, everything that they do, and all of that that they take off right. of your plate, the one thing they miss or the one thing they don't do the way you like it, then, you know, I do it myself and there's no, like, I don't get mad and say anything to them. It's right. like, now you only have one thing to do instead of a hundred. Mm. We used to have that. We used to have someone who would come and clean it, but, but when COVID hit, we canceled that and now we're kind of doing it our, on our own, uh, which is a pain in the ass. <laughs> Seriously. Well, so I, I used to, before I was able to afford um, a cleaning service to come through, it would be like a day. Okay, today we're going to yes. clean the entire house. You got the downstairs, right. I'll get the upstairs. And it was like, you'd get the entire house done in a day. Or did you do like once every two weeks? Or did you have to um, yeah, probably. And then like the twice maybe a the, day. <laughs> no, the in between week would be just like right. maintaining it, you know? Are there window cleaning services like for homes? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because yeah. uh, I'm Kathy. I'm the same as Preston. We used to have a cleaning service, and uh, during COVID, we stopped. And so I do it all on my own. And so to your point, like uh, I don't mind cleaning. I, I'm, I'm decent at it, but. What a cleaning service can do is get to the stuff that you don't get to or you don't have time for. But, man, I've just been looking at the windows lately. Windows like, are – we always hear the I, old saying as well, we, we don't do windows. Don't do right. Windows. We don't do windows. I don't do windows. Yeah. But I'll pay somebody to do windows. Right. You know? Nick, they'll do windows. The really? People, the same people we I use. I do windows. Yeah. Right. It's right up here on the screen. Uh, Connor b- pulled it up. There I you go. I do windows. All right. Mm-hmm. I'll give those guys a call. And I, it says right below, and we'll do your girlfriend. Wow. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I like to watch. <laughs> Preston, do you – What's up, you, cuck? <laughs> when you um, – <laughs> When you worked in the kitchen, did you uh, hear the mantra, you got time to lean, you got time to clean? Nick Cucklewing, by the way, I just thought about <laughs> right. it. You can drop I'm so, it. I'm sorry, what now? <laughs> no, I, uh, it's time to... When If you got time to lean, you got time to clean. No, but I like that. that. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, you should be working. You should be doing something, yeah. essentially, is what it means. Is right? that like doing the pink one on the sink? It's, it's almost uh, the same thing. Not like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a cleaning thing? Uh, I guess no, so. kind of. <laughs> <laughs> and there it went. Uh, Faith Matini's motivational cleaning uh, channel gained increased popularity amid the pan- pandemic. One video alone has a million views that she has. This is for cleaning her house. So at that level, when you're doing something like this, you have a million views, or you 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 make. What, what kind of money can you make on on that? I mean, I, I know there are some people who are know. seven figures yeah. from their um, YouTube channels. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know how the whole monetizing thing goes. Here's my deal. Cleaning is not necessarily the issue in my household. Clutter is an issue in my household. So there's a difference between right. making sure that stuff is, is sanitary and clean and wiped down and all that stuff. But it's the little piles of crap that's everywhere. And by crap, I don't mean feces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Magazines, things left out, it's some clothes, and blah, blah, blah. It's just, it's everywhere in my home, and that's where we have the problem. Yet, all the baseboards are washed, yeah. all the, you know, everything is taken care of, all the, everything's been vacuumed and everything, but it's the clutter thing mm-hmm. that is a nightmare in my home, and that's what I need help I with. don't take clutter. Yeah, no, so I, 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 I've gotten really good. And yeah. it's just my wife and I, so it's not like we're dealing with 1,500 other people. Yeah. That's part of the problem, yeah. And I have my version of uh, my clutter, and my wife has her version of her clutter. Right. And so my clutter really is my hats, right? So when I get home, there's just one uh, piece of the counter that I'll put my hat in or on, I should say. What and, is that? <laughs> and, you know, but like my, my 
hat becomes a catch-all, right? So, right. like, I'll put a hat and, like, what, you know, whatever sort of loose things I have in my pocket go in my hat. And then I might wear the same hat a couple of days in a row. But when I switch hats to match an outfit or whatever, <laughs> the hat that I was wearing the day before right. remains there. And then my wife will – she'll go um, – you're up to 11 hats right now. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. I didn't realize it was at 11 hats. Yep. So Why my hats you? are my wife's um, coffee cups. So, so she, she leaves coffee cups. Around. She leaves coffee okay. cups. Right. Do you have a place to hang your hats? I, yeah, I have um, cubbies in my um, okay. I have cubbies in my you closet. Just leave them out. Can you I, teach yeah. her to drink coffee out of your hats? <laughs> exactly. Ooh, yeah, uh, it leaks. There you go. It uh, leaks. Yeah, that's true. If you're, not if you drink it fast. Yeah. yeah, two birds of one stone. There right you go, there, man. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to fix your problem. Uh, anyhow, so if you need some motivation, motivation, in straightening up around your home, do a search on uh, home cleaning videos or and, watch cuck videos, or, or you can watch cuck videos as well. <laughs> oh. Those aren't on YouTube, but they're on other channels. Uh, <laughs> But you can you can maybe get some ideas that might help you out. I should get some ideas for the, the clutter thing by watching some videos, so maybe I will do that very thing. All right, we need to take a break because we have a guest coming up, and uh, it's our buddy Joe Matteris who will yeah. be with us. We also have another shot of winning $500 with no sad dough. Keep in mind, one time less today. We're going to do six instead of seven uh, because we do have the Flyers game on tonight. So we'll be back in a moment. Make sure you stay with us. 93.3 WMMR. Streaming on WMMR.com, our mobile app, your smart speaker, and now at Radio.com. So our bud here has a couple of Valentine's Day shows coming up at the Stress Factory in New Brunswick. And both shows will also be available to stream for in-person streaming tickets. You can go to JoeMatterese.com. Let's welcome him. Please give some love to Joe Matterese this morning. Hey, Joe. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> is that all? You, that's what we're gonna get today. Joe <laughs> 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 Yeah, he's got one gig a year. Give it up for him. <laughs> yeah, it's slowed down a little. Well, bit. it's not your fault. Yeah. yeah, we'll play Rocky. It'll make him feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Well, your show is called From Pretender to Contender, so you still uh you're still enjoying a little bit of Rocky Connection in your show titles. Uh, I knew that was coming up. That's the uh yeah, that's the new podcast. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, that's the new podcast with uh Mike Kunda. Do you know who Mike Kunda is? So he is a he's a uh Rocky impersonator and I think he is one of the few that has been vetted and approved of by Stallone himself, correct? You're correct, yeah, and they did the uh, documentary about his uh, his obsession with Stallone called The Pretender, yes. Oh. And, and so you, you do a podcast, and obviously there's a, there's a ton of stuff about the Rocky series and so on and so forth. We reference it all the time here. You know, so much between Rambones, there's, there's so much Stallone stuff that works through our pop culture that it always ends up in the show. But here's a guy, is he always in character? Um, when he's not in character, he he's still in character. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. He gives, he gives those tours around Philly. It's called the Yo Philly Rocky Film Tour. He takes you through Philly of all the Rocky sites. Oh. Yes, that's. And I, when I met somebody that knew more about Rocky than me, I was like, "All right, this guy's psycho," and I gotta, I gotta, I gotta team up with this guy. Oh, yeah, we're writing a play about our lives and how it connects to. Uh, 
Rocky also, but okay. all right. Let me yeah. ask. Let me ask you a question because uh, I, I, there's a commercial. That I think it's going to be a Super Bowl commercial for. I think it's Michelob Ultra Seltzer, and they have a Sylvester Stallone, and it's a whole bunch of lookalikes right. in this commercial. Is Mike yeah. Kunda the one that is playing Stallone in this? He would have told me. He auditioned for it. I guess he didn't get the part. If okay. there's somebody out there that looks more like Stallone than him, I'll be shocked. Because this guy doesn't look that much like Stallone. It almost looks like one of those, somebody trying to do a deep fake um, where you can, you oh, know. Oh, is it? Yeah, but there's other, like Don Cheadle and Serena Williams and all these other people where their lookalikes really do look, like, identical to them. Yeah, the, this, guy, the guy yeah. who's playing Stallone is Ken Jeong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's weird. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh yeah so they uh, i'm surprised your friend didn't get that but now the uh listen uh <laughs> i i've always heard about this tour i've always seen this guy around i'm sure he's i, I he's i'm sure he's done commercials uh, you know it, it, do, you, do you remember how i don't know how long you've been, you've been in comedy for quite a while but do you remember a guy named richard m dixon by any chance joe no okay no, we'll the, it, it was it was in new york this guy was a richard nixon lookalike but he didn't do the impression. He just genetically looked like Nixon. But he, he he set up one of the first comedy clubs that people like Eddie Murphy and and uh, so the first place I I did open mic at. And uh, but I mean, but you, you expect the guy to do the impression and be like, "Hey, how are you?" And he looked like Nixon. It was, <laughs> it was it was the damnedest thing. It was like, dude, you got to at least try. He didn't even put the two fingers in the air. <laughs> like nothing. I just That's look weird. like Nixon, yeah, and b- build a career on it. Well, let, let me ask you, since, I mean, obviously all this stuff's been going on. I know you've been working, but uh, have you been touring outside of the, the area where areas are opened up a little bit more and doing stand-up? The only places that I've done outside of, uh, you know, our area, and, the, and I guess the legally the way they do it is these, outdoor drive-in type shows i've done i've done probably three of those yeah i've done you know where they they and i've done some where they tented in which is what the stress factory did i don't know if you knew that but they uh they built a tent onto the comedy club and closed it all the way in and fully heated the inside and somehow that's legal like that's you're technically inside yeah i mean (laughs) if you're tenting it all the way in but yeah no there's just uh I'm not one of those crazy guys that's going to go jump on an airplane to, to you know, make a little bit of money and then uh, kill my family. Right, <laughs> I'm not right. that guy. You wouldn't do that, that just just for the thrill of getting a little air travel? No, and I catch crap if I ever do anything where there's a picture that shows up on Instagram where I don't have a mask on and it looks like I'm under six feet away from somebody. If right. ever, my sister-in-law is all over me because we have... My wife's parents, uh, we see them a lot, and, you know, they're older, and, you, you know, you just, uh, I you, care about them. So yeah, I, I don't you do got to do that. You're exactly right. I mean, that's, yeah. you You have people who are at risk. You got to protect them. Yeah. So uh, I do a lot of virtual gigs, corporate gigs, you know, and this, and this one, they're going to stream it out with a four-camera shoot. This is the first one I've really done where they have a full setup, like they're shooting your comedy special, and they're going to stream it out to my YouTube page and sell sell tickets to it. So that's really kind of cool that now you can perform in New Brunswick, New Jersey, and someone in you know San Francisco can click in, uh, pay the 20 bucks and watch you on Valentine's okay. Day. I think, I don't know, it's kind of cool. I think it is cool. 
I always said, I've said this halfway through the, the coronavirus. As a comedian, if there was a way that this is what comedy became, because I got like the full setup here in my house. So it's like, if I could perform and just walk upstairs with my pajama pants on and put a dress shirt on, <laughs> like I'm a newscaster, yeah. I, I'll, I love it. But it's this halfway thing where we're like, is it over? Is it not over? What are we doing? It's probably the same with you guys. You're like, are we, what are we doing here? Like, right. Is it gonna, how long is this going to go? That's the hard part. Yeah, we're in we're in that middle section, and um, it's just it's it's like growing pains. It's something you got to go through, and then eventually uh, it will eventually get to where things are somewhat back to normal, hopefully. But listen, you've been also making ends meet with some doing some other things. I've noticed that uh, the cameo videos you've jumped in on that thing. What's what's that? You get any weird requests, or has it been pretty straight? Ahead? Oh yeah, no, no, no. I get trolls sometimes hiring me, and I always tell them, "You want to pay me." You want to pay me the 40 bucks for me to make a 30 seconds, a minute and a half long video? I don't care. I'll do anything. I'm like, you know, it's tough times here. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you ask me to say, I will say it. I don't care. Listen, so, the, the, the cameo thing has actually become good money for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, celebrities of all. Listen, I. I my wife has always loved Kevin Sorbo. Like, uh, like that, you know, Hercules, man, she's loved. She's crazy about this guy. So when when the right. the option, I, I bought her a cameo video. I, I think it was for our anniversary or something like that. He did the thing, and she was thrilled. So it's like, um, have you, if, you know, the going rate on some of these people is up like three hundred bucks, and you know, up and above for for like a minute, minute and a half. So why not? I was going to say a friend of mine said he came up with a great drinking game. Him and his buddies try to guess what somebody's cameo price is going to be, and they just throw out weird celebrity names. Yeah. <laughs> and they couldn't believe it. This is true. Ruth Buzzy is 250 bucks. Oh Ruth Buzzy God. from laughing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, from like the D. Martin roasts. She would come out with a pocketbook and hit people in the face. Yeah. 250 bucks. Damn. Yeah, Gladys Ormsby was the character she played. Oh, my played. God. Yeah. That's, uh, that's outrageous. <laughs> you know what? I'd pay it. <laughs> $250 for Ruth Buzzy? I mean, come on. Uh, I, do, I do the deep fake thing. I, do, I use deep fake, and I do the Rocky face, and I do the Tony Soprano face. No, you know, how many people want Joe Matteris? I get those. <laughs> like, one every 15 is Joe Matteris. Right. I'd say... Uh, yeah, all the other ones are, you know, bust my friend's balls as Tony Soprano or motivate. My, I, I get a lot of these company ones. Like, like a company will be doing like some sort of corporate meeting and they need to uh, boost morale and they want me to do a rocky, deep fake face. And they'll, and they'll write you a script and you just got to like motivate their company mm. in under a minute. I just throw the rock and music on and go. Well, let me ask you: If you have this functioning command of, and we know you are, you are a sort of a, a Rocky savant. Can you do the, the the iconic Rocky Balboa speech that he gives to his son on the street? You mean the one um, on my wall, written? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I believe that. I believe that wholeheartedly. <laughs> I'm staring at it right now. All right, okay. Well, that'd make it a lot easier, wouldn't it? You can even fade out a commercial because, you know, the world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are. It'll beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about 
hard you, you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit by the coronavirus and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's a lottery. You can offer us all your virtual shows on Valentine's Day. That's that it. ain't you. you all, that, that don't matter. If you have one game if you make fifty thousand dollars in one night, then you're good. That's right. It sticks. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's you know uh, we need to have a, we need to have another Balboa movie where he's doing cameos. Oh Cam- my god! Cameo video. Yeah, we're, we're Rocky, not not Stallone. Yeah, yeah. Rocky. Perhaps you remember me from my boxing career. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great idea. Yeah, Let's come yeah, to yeah. that for Rocky, the greatest of all time. Cameo videos. Yeah, but yeah. Paul, we know Paulie yeah. dies. Paul, yeah, yeah. Paulie died. Yeah, yeah. Didn't Paulie's dead by the? Oh, Paulie uh, died. Yeah, yeah. So, so by by the um, which movie does is has he passed? And he's was in Rocky in, Balboa. Was in Creed, one of the Creeds, one right? Of the Creed yeah. movies. I don't know. I haven't. I I gotta I gotta go back and rewatch yeah. those. I wonder if you can get some of the really small part people to do cameos. Like, get the guy who goes, "You want me to take a shot? I'll take a shot." Yeah. <laughs> How much is that guy? You know, or- how about the uh, how about the uh, the ice skating rink guy? The guy, ten minutes. Yep, ten minutes. That guy. I want him. Like I would. <laughs> those. Are the, I had. I had interviewed the one little guy who was uh, who did all the stunt coordinating for Stallone's first uh, Rocky. Uh, his name's um, uh, Jimmy Gambino. I interviewed that guy once. Remember the little guy who was his cornerman? And oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he had a falling out. This guy had so much negative stuff to say about Stallone that it was hilarious. Really? Yeah, you should have him on. The guy's like, guy's like eighty now. He lives in L.A. He, yeah, that's his claim to fame. And he was, he's upset that Stallone got rid of him. To you know, in the in the Rocky twos and on, he he went on his own, and he was like, oh, Stallone was Hollywood. He goes. I showed him how to box. He, he treated, I showed him how to box. <laughs> yeah, he treated Rocky like it was a real fight. Like it's, that's how crazy the guy is. If you look at those cutaway shots, he's going, "Get up, get up!" Like he's not acting. Like he thought it was a real fight. <laughs> <laughs> All these cameras are getting in the way. I love. Actually, it's not a bad idea to talk to some people like that. Wow, the crazy ones. Yeah, I mean, I know the girl who says. Uh, screw you, creepo, or whatever her line is. Right? Is it, is it screw you, creepo? It is. Yeah, she's yeah. giving screw the Screw you, creepo. Yeah. Yeah. She she lives in the Philly area. She, okay. She's a lo- she was a local. Yeah. Artist. You know what? She made a big she made a, a big deal about not being cast in Rocky Balboa. They took the other gal who was great in that movie, yeah. by the way, to play her character, Little Marie. Was the oh, character's name? Right. Yeah, they didn't use the. Real yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, because she stinks. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he that's said. Right. It stinks. Yeah, that's, that's what's good about cameo, though. You still got you still got a spot. You can work. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Well, listen, Joe, we're gonna we're gonna send people in the direction of the Valentine's Day show. There's two of them, and you can either be there in person. I, I would imagine you know that the ticket sales are smaller because of uh, capacity issues, but there's six and eight p.m. shows. But you're also doing the, the the streaming. And so for either one of those, they can go to your website, JoeMatterese.com? Yeah, let them know that the only the 8 o'clock show is streaming. The 6 o'clock is not. So okay. if you want to just buy a streaming ticket, 
you can go to JoeMatteries.com or StressFactory.com, and you can buy the streaming ticket there. All right, like then, I said. And then also the, the podcast, Pretender Contender, with you and Mike. Um, people go through JoeMatteries.com as well to get that, or where do you recommend? Yep, yep, yep. That's, that's front page and center when you go to JoeMatteries.com. You can watch it. Or you can uh, listen to it. It's available. We shoot. We shoot it every week, and uh, we cut all kind of fun stuff into it. Cool. Nice. Fun. Nice. All right, man. Very cool. All right, bud. Thanks good. for having me, guys. It's good to hear from you, Joe. Thanks a bunch, man. Good luck with you, yeah. Joe Batteries. Who's got Valentine's Day shows? And by the way, they will be at uh, the Stress Factory. In uh, New Brunswick, is it Vinny's? It's Vinny. We got to yeah. talk to Vinny. See what's yeah. been going on. He's so he's he had to do obviously the thing where you, you basically build a thing as he was pointing out that's an outside tent that's kind of yeah. like an indoor thing. But he yeah. he's got that going on. I'm glad he's still doing well. Preston, yes. when we were at we were shooting something was it a Geno's or one of the oh I know what you're talking about. No, we were we were at Pat's. Was that Rocky guy? Was that this Mike? I don't know. So Couldn't they the have they have a you know how they have all the, the photos up out, yeah. outside. Yes. And there was a Stallone impersonator autograph. Right. Now listen, some of those it, it's funny to look at the yeah. ones specifically in Pats mm-hmm. because they put them up and they leave them up. Right. And sometimes a star will rise and then it will go away very quickly. <laughs> right. And that, a lot of them are of that. But then there are some really famous people that they have pictures of there. And it was, I don't know if it's the same guy or not. Hey, okay. Why do I think it might have been? It yeah, might have been. been. The guy in that commercial that I was talking about, that's uh, the Super Bowl commercial, his name is Jade Roberts. Right. And I, looking at him, I'm like, he just kind of has a rough looking face. Okay. I don't necessarily know uh, nah. if he's got. He's not a good Stallone? Mm, I don't Rocky? know. You know, you should look at. And, and Don Cheadle's uh, lookalike is actually his brother. Oh, that's uh, cheating. Right? Yeah. Okay. No. As I, long as you agree with me on okay, that. Okay, we're one. looking at the picture case. You're right. This guy, Jade Roberts? No. Yeah. Yeah. No. He, he doesn't look as close to a little bit. Stallone as, as uh, Mike Kunda does. He looks more like Jackie Stallone, Stallone's mother. Jackie. <laughs> Who we read knew how to read the bumps on people's butts. Yes. Uh, for psychic uh, purposes. He was a, a, a butt bum reader. Jackie a Stallone. Bump, whatever. We should, we should maybe, you know what, that's not a bad idea, uh, Joe, you know, tracking down some of those bit players from the Rocky movies and seeing what their experience was on, on the... We're not crazy, right? I mean, this, that, those, that stuff, the, the Rocky movies and, and, and Stallone in general... Well... Is 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 a, is a cornerstone, yeah, right? And I'm some, and I people reference it all the time back to me, right? You know, I I do like a quasi impression and, and you know like a, a riff on it, and and um, but it's just I don't know. It's always something I default to. It's like a part of my pop culture life. Well, and how many of those bit players are maybe from the area? Sure. Because, I mean, we have well, actors in this area that, that live here. We're so close oh, yeah. to New York that there are, you know, Philadelphia-based actors that, that do a lot of work up sure. in New York. Absolutely. Steve, you know who I was wanting to talk to, and I, I didn't know that he had passed away several years ago, was a guy who played Gazzo, the... the um, uh, the Mon- the Lone Shark, so he, the Godfather, and a bunch of other great. He movies. was he was great. We I actually did get to talk to him briefly. No kidding. Yes, Mike Spinell, I think his name is Correct. Joe Spinell. Uh, yeah. yeah, Spinell. Yeah. yeah, and he's in a Joe Spinell. Uh, Joe Sorry. Spinell. So yeah. Joe did, made a movie called Maniac, where he this killer serial killer was going around scalping people, and he was at some horror convention, and and I got to talk to him for a few minutes. Super nice guy, but those people, yeah, that, those kind of guys, yeah. 
Is that Joe Spinell? No, that's that's a Clemenza. Yeah, that's uh, that's from uh, the Godfather Two. Yeah, yeah. So, but nice try there. uh, Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah, uh, maybe someday we'll uh, we'll do a um, a Rocky special. And listen, there's been so many freaking movies. And yes, actually, a lot of locals, especially Mm -hmm. the first Rocky and the Rocky Balboa, were shot and cast here. Yes. Uh, Diane Heary uh, casting casted that film. Yes. Who, uh, so there's a lot of local actors. Who in the original Rocky would... Okay, I don't mean to go off on a tangent no, here. No, I, yeah, I love talking about when this. When she's stuff. in the... Uh, when he's training and he's hitting the meat and he's in the, the meat packing house mm-hmm. and there's the reporter there. Yes. Was that an actual TV reporter or was that an actress? I've got her... I've, I pulled up the cast of the original Rocky and it was a, a woman named Diana Lewis, it looks like, because it says TV commentator. Um, and what else has she been? She was in the Monster Squad. Ah. She hasn't worked since 2013, but it looked like she played a reporter in everything she was in, Steve. So maybe she was a real, um... Reporter. Uh, reporter or, um, uh, anchor. I'm not really sure. Look at this scene, too. Mm. You can tell, by the way, here's, here's something that's kind of a giveaway. So as she's walking along and talking to Stallone, right? Yeah. And, and you always think, okay, in the original Rocky, he's this huge hulking guy. She's taller than he is. Yeah, he's not yeah. that big, but he's you know he's broad. Yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. But um, anyhow, you had mentioned um, Diane Heary, and I was watching. It was Servant. I was watching Servant, and I was like, "Hang on, you recognize some people?" It was her husband. Her husband's name is Patrick McDade. I actually had taken a couple of acting classes that when when she was uh, when he was still with um, Mike Lemon. Yeah. I don't even know if Mike Lemon's still around or not, but. Uh, but her husband Patrick, his and you see, uh, you see, if you know him, you see him all the time. Like, well, Susario's husband is in yes. the uh, the most recent episode of Servant. Yeah, he's a one of the anchors. Yeah. I haven't watched that yet. Okay. Which which uh, episode was the uh, was uh, Diane's husband in, or have I not watched that yet? Too. Uh, you have not watched that yet okay. because it was in. Uh, you're you're not in season two yet, are you? I've got one episode left in season one. It's okay. A freaky ass show. It man. sure is. It's got it's got Night Shyamalan. His signature all over it, obviously. So if you've been into that stuff, you'll you'll like it. But I hate every single person in the show. <laughs> I hate every every member of those of that cast. And but I don't mean the actors. I mean the the characters yeah, that they're playing. They're not meant him. to be. Yay! Uh, Marissa just brought me the Golden Globe nominations. Oh, we have time. Talk about something for a minute, since we're talking about uh, movies and TV shows and things like that. So. I can go through this. Uh, Give us the big ones. Give us cinematography and best foreign film. Okay, and uh, sound effects. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But, no, I I mentioned earlier that uh, Tina Fey and uh, Amy Poehler are going to be doing a bi-coastal thing. Uh, Tina's going to be in New York at the Rainbow Room, and um, Amy is going to be at the Beverly Hills uh, Chuck E. Cheese. No, not Beverly Hills Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) Beverly Hills Hotel, is it? I probably am. I think so. Maybe the Beverly Hilton. Um, But uh, they're going to do it that way. So we have the... uh, we have the nominees. Right. I'm going to be curious to see, yeah, especially so with 2020. Yeah. I'm sure the Crudes too is best picture nominee. All right, best uh, television series: uh, The Flight Attendant, which this is, is the um, Kaylee Cuoco. Kaylee Cuoco. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is musical comedy, right? Yeah, musical okay. or comedy. Mm-hmm. That was uh, good. The Great, which is on Hulu. Uh, S's Creek, which yeah. we, it's so funny we can't say that, but, you know. I just uh, finished season six last night, which I think is the final season. And the last episode of that show, uh, it, it, people complain all the time about last episodes of shows, the se- series finale. It was so great. Catherine, uh, it, listen, for my money, 
every one of the Golden Globes should, should go to uh, Ships Creek. For Thank all... you for saying that. I was about to say Ships Creek. Ships Why Creek. can't you say? If you could say Ships I emailed our lawyers. Yeah. I emailed our boss who emailed our lawyers. And yeah, they, they, they said to stay away They're from just them. nervous. If and... you could say Shih Tzu or Shiitake Mushrooms, why can't you say that? So it's... say Shih Tzu Creek. Here's the... You I like can. Ships Creek. They're just nervous. All right, yeah. anyway, so go ahead. It's a great show. Uh, it deserves all of the nominations. I can't say enough uh, or Wait. sing the praises enough. About... Ships Creek. Okay. Creek. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I met my, I got, I watched the first few episodes as a classic example of a show that I passed on and then revisited and took all the way through to the end. It does get incredibly good. Just get past the first couple episodes, which are still good. If we, like, do I want to invest time in it? And then everyone comes into their own. And it, it beca- it's hilarious and hilarious and emotional. Pull up a shot of, of Catherine O'Hara in the finale uh, as she's giving the uh, wedding ceremony, as she's uh, uh, presiding over the wedding ceremony for um, uh, for Dan Levy and his boyfriend. It's uh, her, She alone, Just it's just a great show. All right. Uh, so anyhow, there's two other in this category. Uh, Emily in Paris on Netflix. Oh, I liked that. And Ted Lasso. That's um, funny. I've heard good things about Ted Lasso. Yeah. That's uh, Apple Apple Plus. Sudeikis? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Jason Sudeikis. All right, so that's musical or comedy. Uh, then they're going into performances. Why don't they get the drama? Come on! Hang on. That's it. Well, they do all the subcategories of musical or comedy. So the best actress, best supporting actress. And... No, drama. I have oh, it on the, no, I have it on the well, screen in front of you, Preston. Uh, best television series drama. Here we go. Uh, the Crown, Lovecraft Country, the Mandalorian, Ooh. Ozark, and Ratchet. Interesting choices. The Mandalorian, huh? Uh, yeah. These business beats. That's what it sticks. Uh, I've only seen The Crown on that list and part of Ozark. You so. haven't seen The Mandalorian? Oh, that's right. You're kind of out on that. I'm out on Star Wars, yeah. Yeah, I may come. I'm, I, I, you know what? I'm looking for a new show, to, a new exercise show, so maybe I'll try that. Watch the Mandalorian. What? Watch The Mandalorian. Watch it? It's 30 minutes long, though. No, it may huh? not be enough. No, it'll do. Yeah. You sure? Yeah, I think All so. Right. That'd be enough. <laughs> but Ozark, they got uh, Baby Yoda. it is worth it for uh, the, I think, the final episode alone, and that, uh, as well as, um, okay, what's her name? The the main character, uh, the wife. Oh, uh, Laura Linney. Joe Laura Ozark. Linney. Laura Linney's brother in this season is just Great. amazing, yeah. Okay. Uh, then we have Best Performance by an Actor in a Television Series, Drama. Jason Bateman for Ozark, Josh O'Connor for The Crown, Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul, Al Pacino in Hunters, Al Pacino. Pacino. Al Pacino. Um, you guys and, you know Saturday Night Fever? Yeah, and Matthew uh, Reese for Perry Mason. Is Josh O'Connor from The Crown, is that Prince Philip? Or is that, um, uh, or is that Prince Boba Charles? Fett. I think that's Post. It's yeah. Boba Fett. Boba Fett, really? <laughs> it's Django Prince- Fett. Charles. And this is a by the name of Fett. Robert Andrew Fett. Wait, who's? Oh, he plays Charles. Prince Charles. Listen, I have to, I have to say, he his performance is captivating because what he does to himself physically. Have you noticed the hunch in oh, his yeah. shoulders and the slightly bent over uh, uh, head? Um, he he really has taken on the mannerisms very sharply yeah. of uh, of Prince Charles. Uh, so they're up for. Um, I had no idea that he also played Boba Fett, though. I don't know if you can see him. I don't know if you can drink him through that apparatus. You can't see his face, so I guess he could get away with that. That's a long sippy cup. Um, these are in a weird order. Nick, pull it that, sucks. Pull that back up. That's, That's right. It stinks. stinks. Yeah. That's right. It stinks. Uh, Where were we? Best performance. Act. I'll, I'll take. Uh, okay. I'll take over here. I'll take that. 
Uh, let's see here. Wait a minute. These aren't the ones that I mentioned. Stinks! Yeah. Best performance by an actor in a television series drama. Yeah. These are all different names than I just had. Well, like, then what did we well, just read? That's wrong because that's not, the first one is not a drama a series. It's a movie. The Sound of Metal, what? which is really, it's a really um, compelling movie, but that's, it's it's not yeah, a television series. What yeah. in the royal hell Do is going thing, on Preston. here? <laughs> wow. Okay. These are all messed up. I apologize for this. I, I feel lightheaded. Uh, let's do... Kathy's the only one who's sane. Yeah, because she's staying out of this conversation. Because next is Best Performance by an Actress in a Limited Series or Motion Picture made for television, which is not the same as Best Performance by an Actor in a Television Series drama. They can go straight to hell. <laughs> I pulled it up on CNN, and I, I don't think they had it right. No. No. Uh, yeah, no. IMDb usually does a pretty good job. So no. All right. But it's out of order. You're out no, of you're order. No, you're right. Nothing's out of order. <laughs> Was you're he, out of order. He was in Injustice. Uh, 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 injustice for All? Yeah. Wow. I had Cobra for All was the original title. A cobra cobra <laughs> for All. You don't do a lot of talking. You're the disease. Aren't you going to object? I'm waiting, waiting. I'm suckering them in. Remember that in the Rocky movies that became the thing? Why isn't he fighting back? He's playing him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's going to unleash. He had a different style. He's, let, he's, he's, he's giving himself a coma. It's time yeah. he fought. And the more I like, I watch like boxing or MMA and I yeah. watch people get knocked out with one punch and yeah. then I watch Rocky, any of the Rocky movies, it's just infuriating. Okay. All right. I found the next category. Hey, hey. So we killed time for you. Best performance by an actress in a television series drama. Olivia Coleman for The Crown. She's great. Jodie Comer for Killing Eve. Uh, Emma Corrin for The Crown. The Crown um, is just going to be very hard to uh, to top this year. I'm sure she played uh, Diana. I haven't watched the new season, though. Um, I've really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, Laura Linney for Ozark. Yeah. And Sarah Paulson for Ratchet. Ratchet. Mm-hmm. And then who plays Clank? Uh, is there a Clank? Oh, no. That's Nurse Ratchet. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, best director for motion picture. Uh, Emerald Fennell for Promising Young Woman. Mm. David Fincher for Manx. Uh, Regina King for One Night in Miami. There we go. Anybody watch that yet? No, I want to. I want to spend some time with it. It's supposed to be great. Marissa gave a thumbs up, so um, it looks uh, pretty cool. All right, uh, let me see here. Aaron Sorkin for The Trial of Chicago Seven, and Chloe Zhao for No Man's Land. I'm, huh? I'm not familiar with that. Best actress in a motion picture, musical, or comedy: uh, Maria Balaklava for Borat, subsequent movie film. Oh, the sister. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer for French Exit. Anya Taylor-Joy for Emma. Wow. Queen's Gambit's not in this? Well, that's... So the Queen's Gambit is a series. Oh, you're right. You're right. Right. Uh, Kate Hudson for music and Rosamund Pike for I Care A Lot. Now, do we have... Anya Taylor-Joy in studio for Emma? For Emma. For Emma. Yes. Okay. Uh, yep. we, I, I don't think we, we maybe mentioned that she was doing the Queen's Gambit, but um, yeah, it was for Emma. Uh, so that was actress in a motion picture comedy. The original title was Emma and Cash. Best actor, Sasha Baron Cohen for the Borat subsequent film. James Corden for The Prom. Lin-Manuel Miranda for Hamilton. Uh, Dev Patel for Personal History of David Copperfield. And then Andy Samberg for Palm Springs. I like that. Uh, me too. Hmm. It's a Groundhog Day, a modern version of it. Okay. Um, is right. it snowing outside, by the way? Yes, I it know. is. Well, of course it is, because I've already shoveled twice. Would you effing knock it off, Mother Nature? All right. Sorry, I'm trying to put these in some sort of order here. 
Um, how about <laughs> what you what are you giggling at? You're right. You we've, we've said that same joke like nine times already. <laughs> but then I thought of herple. Um, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> the new herple is the new purple is herple. I got some good news for you, Steve. Yeah. All right, uh, best motion picture animated. Yeah. The cruise. Of course. <laughs> I knew it. A new age. Yeah. All right, here we go. Best performance by an actress in a limited series of motion picture made for television. Kate Blanchett for Mrs. America. Hmm. Uh, Shira Haas for Unorthodox. Nicole Kidman for The Undoing. Anya Taylor-Joy for The Queen's Gambit. Hope she wins that. And Daisy Edgar-Jones for Normal People. So I watched The Undoing, and uh, I had a, a, a con- I liked it. I had a conversation with my friend about it, and we were like, "Oh, the ending! Can't believe this happened!" But the whole thing. I go on uh, what is it on um, HBO Max last night, and it says continue watching. I I never fin I didn't finish it. Stop I didn't it. see the end of it. Oh, I had a whole conversation. <laughs> And I didn't watch the end of the freaking show. So I, I thought this. The I guess I have one more episode left, <laughs> and I thought the end was the the episode before because Stop I guess it. they even though it, it it's been out, they won't let you like binge watch it. You still have to like it still has releases for when you start watching it. I guess, and it wasn't available at the time when I when I watched the other episode. Oh Kathy, I watched uh, the Queen's Gambit. <laughs> And uh, I was it got to the end of uh, the next to the last episode, and I go, "Wow, they're really ending on a high note here. This is man, yeah, same thing. It was the final was- episode. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was one more to go. I had the whole thing set. I'm like, this is one hell of a setup. What is going to happen after, after this? this? I can't imagine <laughs> where they're going to go after this. And I got yeah. done, and it didn't have a next episode thing. Yeah, continue. yeah. I'm like. Son of a bitch. I, I thought there were eight episodes and there were only seven. Yeah. I could, uh, that I, happens a lot. I yeah. could not believe it when I put it on last night. I'm like, I, I never saw this episode. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to come back from the asteroid hit, but I guess they can. I guess there's something, yeah. you know. <laughs> I felt like such a tool. Um, that other one, Unorthodox. That Did you guys watch that? No. I've heard good things. That, is Hugh, Hugh Grant is in that? Uh, or no, am I thinking of another one? That's on the, the Or undoing. am I thinking of... Uh, that's okay. the undoing that she was just talking about. Yeah, um, yeah, that was pretty good. It was it was very interesting. But okay. so so what is the what is the subject matter? What would you describe it as? It's a basically a pithy rom com set against the backdrop of the Boer War. Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, it's basically about um, a girl who who leaves the community and what she goes through. You and, had me at the girl, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's huh. very interesting. I found it um, to be. I mean, if if it's accurate, it's. A little disturbing, uh, but interesting. What community? Uh, the unorthodox community. <laughs> oh, she's an orthodox Jew. Jewish. Okay, I got you. Okay. I'd be curious to see that. All right, interesting. I might check into that. I'm um, wondering what that gal, the, the the lead has been in before. Nothing I recognize. She was in, uh, she played Mrs. Uh, Fett. Oh, <laughs> she was Mrs. Fett. But she's like 10 years old. I guess it's different on whatever. Of course. Yeah. Bobby, Bobby Fett. Yeah. Bobby Fett. Uh, all right, best performance by an actor. This is the Golden Globes, by the way. The nomination just came in. Best performance by an actor in a limited series or motion picture made for television. So this is the actor uh, category for that same last category that we were talking about. Brian Cranston for Your Honor. Jeff Daniels for The Comedy Rule. Hugh Grant for The Undoing. The Undoing is what I was thinking of. Okay. Um, Ethan Hawke for The Good Lord Bird. And Mark Ruffalo in I Know This Much Is True. Oh, that's... Is that where he plays twins? Yeah. Did that you looked... see the first episode? Yes. Uh-huh. Whoa. Yeah. Heavy. Huh. Home. Oh. Get out. Hot tub. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> uh, his brother is schizophrenic. Oh, and, and yeah. the, he is uh, treated horribly by the system, and it's all kinds of confusion. It's look okay. very depressing, very heavy. Uh, let me go through a few other things. So, best motion picture drama: uh, the father, uh, the mother, Mank, the mother, the no. children, no Mank. No Man Land. Uh, I'm curious to find out what No Man Land is about. Uh, Nomad Land. Nomad Land. Not No Man Land. Okay. Nomad Land. Uh, Promising Young Woman. We had talked about that briefly the other day. And The Trial of the Chicago 7. I'm just not... I, I'm not in tune to the to the movies this year. Hmm. Yeah. Well, Mank, I've never even heard of. And I'm all over... Netflix. It's and... about a guy who's part man and part mink. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> And he has cool. superheroes. In the world of superheroes, he distracts the villains because they just keep on rubbing him because he's so soft. All right, so here's the deal. Um, Gary Oldman's in it. I love him. Tom Pelfrey is in it. And I was going to destroy the world, but oh my God, you feel so good. Tom Pelfrey is the one who plays Laura Linney's brother in uh, the last season of Ozark. And... Um, uh, he was really good in that, so... Okay. Um, all right, so I, I shall watch this. Call Mank. <laughs> all right, uh, and then I'll just tell you who the actors actors and actresses are for drama, film, and then we'll move on. Uh, best actress in a motion picture drama, uh, Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Uh, Andra Day for the United States versus Billie Holiday. All right, that sounds cool. Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman. Uh, Francis McDormand for Nomadland, and Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. No Mank? No Mank. Okay. Hmm. Sorry, dude. And then I'm looking for Best Actor in a Motion Picture Drama, and son of a bitch if I don't see it here anywhere. These are usually, I'm just curious, uh, uh, an extra degree of interest in this um, list of nominations because, again, this has been a different year. Here you go, Preston. And, I, and this should be an indicator of where the Oscars are going to go. All right, here we go. Here are the, the drama actor All right. nominees. Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal. Oh, okay. That's People have sent me that about. one. It's a drummer who's he, lost his hearing, right? Yeah, and he's really, really good. And it's it's a depressing movie, but um, okay. yeah, he's he's awesome. Uh, Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Anthony Hopkins for The Father. The Faja. Yeah. And Gary Oldman for Mank. Ah, there you go. There you go. And uh, Tahar Rahim for oh. the, what does that say? The Mauritanian. Mauritanian. Okay, don't know that movie. All right, yep, it's an interesting year. Um, and you know what, They're, it's going to get, the more streaming uh, sources that come out, the yeah. more likely you're not going to see a lot of these movies. And I, and I have to think that, again, that diminishes... The interest had already been waning in these award shows, yeah. uh, and I think this will make it even that much more. Or you get the other thing. Everyone has such access to all the nominees that they could check yeah. them out, but I don't think so because you can, let's face it, let's face it, you can only watch so much. Yeah. yeah. You, unless you decide to give up eating, going to work. And sleeping. Yeah, that's true. All right, so those are the Golden Globe nominations. Uh, The uh, award ceremony, I think, is on the 28th. Not 100% sure. Later on this month. Um, But figured it'd be nice to peruse those. Thank you, Marissa, for the list. I appreciate it. Um, She's like Hank. Yeah, she is. Let's take a break and remind you of a couple of things. We have a secret text word, a uh, chance for you to win a digital download of the movie Tenet. Mm-hmm. That didn't pop up in any it of those It did not. Lists, did it? No, I've heard, I heard it's good, but I don't know if it's a word. Casey saw it. 
I did. Right. It's, uh, I mean, it's listen, it's kind of a mind F, but I enjoyed it. Right. Yeah. Text word secret to 39333. You might win. And also, when we get back, another chance of $500. No sad dough. We're going to dive into that and the bizarre file. We'll be right back. The big game. A football day filled with chicken wings, spinach dip, and those little cocktail weenies. But here at MMR, we've got a very different treat in mind. The new Foo Fighters album, Madison at Midnight, arrives this Friday. And to celebrate, MMR is having a Foo Per Bowl weekend. Okay. What? Someone was using Grohl Bowl. We'll be playing a slew of Foo. New album tracks, deep cuts, the hits, interview clips, and more. Plus, plenty of chances to win the new LP. And tune in Sunday at 6 p.m. and enjoy MMR's halftime show. Foo Fighters, live in concert. Do you guys want another song? It's a Foo Purple Weekend from the station that can admit it also came up with Foo Brewery. 93.3 WMMR. Hey, a, a final reminder that the Good Morning It coffee mug is in its final day of sales. Oh, my God. Uh, the uh, rock shop on WMMR.com. Uh, not only that, but also the back by popular demand Pierre Beard tie-dyed face mask. That's limited quantities, uh, but the Good Morning It coffee mug ends today. So if you wanted to get that, you got to get it today. Uh, WMMR.com it is in aisle number two on the rock shop. There's all kinds of great stuff. Marissa just uh, sent us over all the cool new items that are available or highlighted items, items if you want to get them. Good morning. It mug looks like it's pretty uh, a deep mug. Is it? You had, you have it over there? I do not have one or wait, I did have one. Didn't I? I thought you had a prototype. Maybe it's in the office, Uh, but no, it's a standard size coffee. It's not like a a super big one, but, uh, but it's certainly functional. looks pretty cool. Yours truly on it. Uh, thank you to Greg Monahan for putting the design together. But if you would like to own that, maybe give it to somebody as a gift, you can get it uh, for today only. And that is it at WMMR.com. All right, it is officially 10 o'clock. Here we go. 93.3 WMMR presents... No All right, the word you need to enter is free. As in the money we're giving away. Free. F. R-E-E, you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways for you to do it uh, via text at the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or if you'd like to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, you can enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. Once again, the word is free. And one random entry is going to win $500 in our company-wide contest. That person is going to get a call from our company, Beasley. So make sure you answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. And it is sponsored by Stakem. I'll say that word one more time. It's free. F-R-E-E. Good luck. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre all right, let's see. I'm going to begin with this uh, this prank as a bizarre file story. I love it. On Monday afternoon, the Hollywood sign yeah. briefly became Holly Boob, and six people were arrested over the incident. Uh, the group says that they were trying to raise awareness for breast cancer. Uh, police say they threw a tarp with the letter B over the W, 
and made a white uh, a, a white dash that was used to turn the D into a B. Yeah, and they it was pretty quick that they had it hoisted up there. Yeah, the LAPD officers and Griffith Park Rangers met the group on Mulholland Drive as they left the area. Uh, they'll be cited with misdemeanor and trespassing, but not vandalism, as the sign was actually not damaged. Is that sign near Griffith Park? Is yeah, it's it right part? above it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, uh, did you see the uh, the the woman who was involved with the thing? She had, you know, uh, she seemed like she was like an Insta- Instagram model. No, I didn't yeah, see yeah. that. Okay. Well, Holly Boop. Holly Boop. They went for it. Fictional characters generally don't need saving life in uh, saving in real life, but the Texas Department of Public Safety got attention on Friday after it accidentally issued Amber Alerts for two characters from the Child's Play film franchise. <laughs> this is wild. The alerts included a the murderous doll Chucky and his son Glenn Ray. Uh, Glenn was described as having a blue shirt and black collar, while Chucky was described as wearing blue denim overalls with a multicolored striped long sleeve shirt and wielding a huge kitchen knife. Uh, the DPS revealed that it was testing out its server when it accidentally made the faux alerts public. But it also assured the public that uh, the number on the flyers doesn't work. So they were just testing it out, and they were doing that in-house, and it got out. A particular bird, the cedar waxwing, is creating a buzz across North Texas treetops. Uh, Julie Perkos, who lives in Fort Worth. Julie Perkos. Said (laughs) that it looked like Alfred Hitchcock was close by. There were so many birds. Cedar waxwings are known for their social nature, enormous flocks and gorgeous feathers. Uh, But they actually got their name from the little red tips on their wings. But the birds are also known for something else. And that is they get drunk on berries. Wow. Because they eat predominantly berries, sometimes they eat berries that are fermented and are a little bit past their prime, and sometimes they tend to overindulge a little bit, which can get them, excuse me, get them intoxicated. The beautiful birds can get disoriented from imbibing the fermented fruit, causing them to act uncoordinated or even crash into windows, and apparently that's been happening a lot. Uh, people have been waxing about the waxwing's behavior on social media, but they said this happens every year. What's she going to do about that, Julie Jerkoff? And uh, the birds are... <laughs> Julie Jerkoff. <laughs> Forgive me, Kirkoff. Uh, the birds are known for another thing, too, and that is an abundant amount of droppings. Oh, as well, so well they, they sound get... like a win-win. Yep, doesn't it, though? <laughs> Drunk and crapping. Uh, in New Delhi, a, in a bizarre incident, a fruit lover was shocked to discover a banana the size of her arm in her family's grocery store. A banana the size of a human arm. Well, from her elbow up to her wrist. So, yeah, but it's oh. it's gigantic. Uh, and the woman named Sam Palmer had to double check when she spotted the foot-long banana inside her shopping bag. They do that in adult films, Preston. You've seen that. Overwhelmed to see the banana specimen, the 31-year-old bursted into a fit of laughter before showing it off to her mother, Not wanting to forget this moment, Sam quickly grabbed a few pictures of the banana next to some other regular-sized examples. And even her entire arm, just for good measure. And I mean, it's almost as wide as her arm is, too. It's the second biggest banana I've ever seen. Uh, She said, it is the biggest banana I've ever seen. (laughs) You remember that Get Smart joke, don't you? No. No. Whatever he'd seen, no matter how big it was, that's the second biggest arrow I've ever seen. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was double, if not triple, the size of the ones I already had in the house. She said it was about 12 inches long in total. The thing's gigantic. 
Well, lots of women have their wedding dresses clean and then packaged for preservation, but here's why you should check out your dress after you get it back. Wendy Taylor lives in Michigan. Had her wedding dress gown, uh, had her wedding gown packaged for preservation 14 years ago. She said the um, uh, she was discussing her dress with her 12 year old daughter when her daughter asked to see it in real life. So Taylor opened the box that she had received after taking her dress to Evans Garment Restoration in 2006. Was surprised to find it was not her dress ah. inside there. <laughs> Evans Garment Restoration has since changed ownership and installed a new software system, so employees haven't been able to find the records. Yet, that might help them find the other person involved in the dress mix-up. Was it a different wedding dress or a different garment entirely? It was a different wedding dress. Yeah. Uh, So, Taylor posted photos of the mystery dress as well as her own dress on Facebook in hopes of finding the dress's owner. Devastating. And and hopefully getting her own dress back. Kathy, did you keep yours? I did, and it's in a box that is closed. Like, some of them come with windows so you could see if it was your actual dress. Mine is not, so mine could be somebody else's. I don't know. What is your hope for that dress one day? When you were reading the story, I'm thinking it's just taking up space. I mean, who knows? Maybe, you know, you have... (laughs) <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe if Jace gets mar- married, but you don't know. I mean, that many years down the line, if your daughter or future yeah. daughter-in-law is going to want to wear yeah. your dress, honestly, probably not. Yeah. So, And that's usually why you keep it, right? Uh, Maybe. Some people use it for, like, christening dresses. Like, they'll have their, their kid's christening dress made out of their wedding dress. Oh, okay. My mom let us play house with hers, so I have, like, tons of pictures of me as a kid in my mom's wedding dress and veil. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Oh, I need to see that if there's any of those available. All right, one last story, and then we will wrap it up. Let's go with this one. Bigfoot hunters don't actually want Bigfoot to be hunted. Last week, Oklahoma State Representative uh, Justin Humphrey filed a measure that calls for the State Conservation Department to set an annual hunting season to coincide with the Bigfoot Fest in his southeastern district, complete with licenses. We talked about this. Yes, Uh, it's a way to make money. He wants a $25,000 bounty for the first one that can capture Sasquatch alive. That'll incentivize a lot of people to get their licenses. Humphrey says the hope is to draw tourists and emphasize that he doesn't want to kill Bigfoot. But when New York-based Bigfoot enthusiasts got wind of all this, they were angry about it. New York-based? Yeah. Uh, Bigfoot enthusiast Gary Robusto says Bigfoot should be protected, not shot. These creatures should be preserved in their natural environment. Any kind of new species, like a Bigfoot, even needs a protection of some kind of federal law. They're right. Can we stop killing these strange and magnificent animals? Yes, please. Just because we don't understand them? No. I saw a movie that seems to suggest they're wonderful with kids. They're very benevolent. Love to watch TV. (laughs) Like fish sandwiches. Absolutely. Laugh at Ronald Reagan. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) He's watching, like, Bedtime for Bonds yeah, 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 like, yeah. and laughing at it. All right. And that is what I have in the Bizarre File for you. Uh, once again, we have about six minutes left for you to uh, get the word free over to us if you want to win with no sad dough. Text it to 45911 or to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize. Enter it uh, on our MMR app or at WMMR.com. But the word, again, is free. It's your last warning. We're going to take a break. Be back in a moment. More to give away. More to talk about. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. The secret text word coming up. Chance to win with that. So you still have the opportunity 
text word secret to 3933. But in the meantime, I'm going to give something else away. And we are going to do the stupid question giveaway. Or no, not stupid question. The lesson learned. And we'll do a Steven Singer famous real 24 karat gold dipped rose. And I think... Let's go with this. In the mid-90s, Nick lived with a guy who would uh, leave his tuna cans in the sink. Who was that guy? <laughs> According to Steve, 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> in the mid-90s, Nick lived with a guy who would leave tuna cans open in the sink. Who was that guy? 215-263-WMMR. We'll do this while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And in the meantime, we'll get a few stories. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, world-famous supermodel Giselle Bundchen revealing she has a fraternal twin sister named Patricia, whom she is very close with. Giselle tells Showbiz Magazine that Patricia brings her joy every day when she gets to lower a baby Ruth into her pit. <laughs> hey! Five-time CrossFit gold medal champion Matt Frazier has announced he is retiring from the sport as the greatest of all time. Frazier says he has spent a life of discipline and now wants to pay a dwarf to squirt cake frosting down his throat. Oh, my God. He's just letting loose. And finally, I don't know if you saw this, NFL running back Mark Walton has been arrested for vandalism and fist fighting after claiming a Pizza Hut employee got his order wrong. As Walt was being tased and dragged out by his feet, he was heard gently murmuring, I really like pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's your All right, uh, let's see if somebody knows the answer to our lesson question for today. We found this today about Nick. Found it out about him. In the mid-90s, live with a guy who would leave tuna cans open in the sink. Who was that guy? And I will go to Keegan on the phone. Hi, Keegan. Good morning. <laughs> Very good. All right, Keegan, who would leave the tuna cans open in Nick's sink? Mitch McConnell. Yes. Ooh. Hang on, Keegan. Ooh. We are going to give you one of Stephen Singer's famous real 24-karat gold dip roses. And Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Order yours now, only at IHateStevenSinger.com. All right, let's get to music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we'll start with this. Uh, Green Day is going to be kicking off 10th Annual NFL Honors on Saturday night with performances uh, set, with a performance set to air on CBS beginning at 9 p.m. The Honors is the annual award show, recognizing the best players, performances, and plays from the season. Uh, Green Day, like all other performers, haven't played a live show in several months. Her 2020 Hella Mega Tour, of course, was postponed to the pan- pandemic, and they currently plan to perform European dates on the tour this summer, beginning in June. Uh, the Honors events leads up to, obviously, the Super Bowl. Let me ask you, this Honors thing, case, is that anything you pay attention to? No. Okay. Nope. Because if it's an award show and it's the night before the game, I don't imagine players from the best teams of the season would probably receive awards. And I'm curious if they go to an award show the night before the game or not. No, those players will not. No, okay. but um, other players will. You right. know, I, I assume this is like for the offensive and defensive player of the year, MVP, right. rookie of the year. Yeah. I'm very concerned that professional athletes 
aren't receiving enough accolades. <laughs> Steve, I think you need to take that cause yeah. on. And, and we need make, to do something. Bring Let them home. know they're loved. Well, mm-hmm. uh, these ones I'm okay with. The, you know, and everything sort of turns into this big show now uh, that doesn't, it doesn't need to exist. Uh, you know, it's televised. Is it and, better than Mank? Uh, well, I haven't seen Mank yet. All right. I'll get back to you later Please. on that one. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Van Halen bassist Michael Anthony feels there absolutely needs to be a proper Eddie Van Halen tribute concert. I uh, spoke about the prospects and was all in for a live bash celebrating the life and music of his departed former bandmate. He said there has to be one. Obviously, we all love Eddie, and the music was all great, whether you're a Dave fan or a Sammy fan or a Gary fan or whatever. And or it's an electric fan. Got to be celebrated at some point. He went on to say, obviously, now is the time. Now is not the time because his family is still grieving, his son's yeah. grieving, and I'm still trying to wrap my head around uh, the whole thing actually having happened. But I'm sure it will happen sometime here and hopefully the not-too-distant future. And I'm definitely in when it does happen. It'll be a great celebration, I think. You so. can't have that. You can't have that as a virtual. You got to get, get let everything open up. Yeah. And uh, and give that to make that a massive concert, old yeah. school, old style, packed venue and and just celebrate Eddie Van Halen. Agreed. Uh in many ways Dave Grohl feels that his time drumming for Nirvana played a direct result on how he leads Foo Fighters. Hmm. Uh Dave who uh, he and company will release the latest album for Foo Fighters Medicine at Midnight on Friday. Actually it comes out Thursday night into Friday morning at midnight. And Brent Porsche and Jackie Bam Bam are going to track the whole thing here on MMR, by the way. Uh, but uh, he was uh, talking to the New York Times. He said, to me, this band has always represented the this continuation of life. We've been accused of being the least dangerous band in the world. And I think that's justified in some ways because I know what it's like to be in that other band. And I know what that can lead to. And that's not why I play music. It's not why I started playing music. And it's not why I play music still. Hey, you! It's, you're, he's better than that. A lot of people know that. but You're better than that! Uh, but uh, bassist Nate Mendel explained that although Dave is an easygoing band leader, he's not afraid to make decisions as he sees fit. He said there is a deliberate effort to hold on to some innocence that uh, conflicts with him running a band. That's right. It sticks. He says uh, sometimes. Is there nothing that the, the wisdom of Rocky Balboa can't be applied to? He said sometimes he would just sweep stuff under the rug that was uncomfortable to talk about. I think he built up the confidence to say, if this needs to get done, it's okay that I have to put on this bastard hat for a minute. I can do that and still be me, and the band can still be the band. Uh, that is it. Oh and I want to kiss you. Uh, that the be the band that. It is. <laughs> That it is. Now, guitarist Chris Shiflett added that it's a good idea for someone to issue the final word. He said, if everybody had equal say, yeah. we probably argue about stuff a lot more. But he always handles it well. And if you look at the big picture, things have been really good all along the way. At a certain level of success, keeps everybody happy. I think that's true. Yep. I think that in their case, especially in a band, there's got to be one person who, who makes a call and says, look, we're doing it this way. You know, because otherwise he's right. They're always going to have issues. Put on the propeller hats. Yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> drummer Taylor Hawkins. <laughs> I don't want to. Well, you're stupid. You're doing it. Now I have Stallone in my mind with a propeller hat on his head. I just, okay. I'm trying to fly. <laughs> I can't spin it fast enough. 
Uh, and finally, drummer Taylor. Uh, drummer Taylor Hawkins shed the light on Dave as a band leader. He said, Dave has a stronghold on every single thing that happens on our record. Every bass note, every guitar note, every vocal, every everything. And sometimes he knows what he wants, you know, but he also likes the idea of sparking off of each other, which happens still. I want to be the, I want to be the biggest band in the world. There's no question. And so like, does Dave. Oh, and I, I think he always did. So that's, yeah, that's I, how it works in Foo Fighters. He also had, he came in with the biggest um, resume, you know. Yeah. He just, he, he had to yeah. be the driver. Yeah, yeah. Well, and he was writing the music yeah. and, you know, and all that. So Making the breakfast. Uh, if you will. I guess he does. I don't he know. He invented butter syrup. No, he didn't. I invented that. Oh, I'm that. sorry. <laughs> I mean, they do have butter syrup on it. In the do bottle they? already, yes. Are you kidding? Yeah, like Butterlight, yeah, but... I thought that was going to be your entree into Bezos territory. But the way I do it is better. All right. Well, okay. My butter. He's right. Look at Mrs. Buttersworth. Well, if you can do make a better product, then uh, you can, yeah. As they say, build a better syrup. That's right. It's what they say. All right, and there you go. That's music news. All right, we'll take a break, and let's give away our secret text word prize. We need a number caller. Kathy, please. Eight. Caller number 8 at 215-263-WMMR. We can set you up if you know the secret text words. So give us a buzz right now. We'll be back in a moment. Get ready to wrap the whole thing up, so stay there. MMR Rock Shop Flash Sale Alert. Preston said it. Good morning, it. Now you can own it. Good morning, 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 it. Just hanging out. Good morning, it. That is the official Preston and Steve. Good morning, it. Coffee mug. Limited time item. Get it through this Wednesday only. Also just added. New Brent Porsche logo hats and shirts and the return of the Pierre beard face mask while supplies last. Plus all your MMR logoed favorites on sale now. So easy and just a click away in the rock shop at WMMR.com. All the merch that rocks. Red hot. Chili Peppers, 93.3 WMMR. I think speaking directly to me to give it away now. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to the phones for a secret word. I'm going to give away our prize right now, as Anthony Kiedis has required me to do. Uh, so I believe we have a caller on the line. Is this Erica? It is. How are you today, Erica? Excellent. All right. Why don't you give us a secret text word, please? Lanyard. Lanyard. Oh! That is correct. Congratulations, Erica. We're going to set you up with a movie. We, uh, we'll put you on hold. You have a um, digital download of Tenet. So congratulations. And then we grabbed a random texter, and we're going to give him the same thing. Steve uh, DiPolito, who is, I don't know where he's from. Earth. From Earth. Thank you. That's not I mean, inaccurate. I that's not a lie. Yep. We can guess he's in America yeah. as well. So we're narrowing it down. Uh, so congratulations, to you, Northeast. We're going to set you up with a digital download of Tenant. Congrats to you, my friend. Um, it is uh, thank you time. So I want to thank uh, Joe Matarese for being on the show yeah. this morning. Joe's got a couple of Valentine's Day shows coming up at the Stress Factory in New Brunswick, and you can go to JoeMatarese.com. Learn why he is called the king of romance. That is right. Yeah. And I also want to thank uh, the two guys... Shoveling the oh sidewalk God. out here <laughs> yeah. on St. Asaph's, who are... Never going to make it out alive. Kat, they've actually come a long way since really? we were looking at yeah. them. So these, oh, these really? two guys are shoveling the sidewalks out in front of our building. 
and they're not using snowblowers. They're using regular, you know, shovels, and they're shoveling the snow drifts that were thrown over there from the uh, the tow trucks. And yeah. we were watching these guys earlier, and it's like ice. Of course. And they're it's out there compacted. with shovels trying to – and it is a long – long sidewalk. So these guys are out there busting their asses in cold weather and doing that. And, I, and it, listen, there's a lot of people listening right now, right now who are either doing it or have had to do that. But the toughest snow to get to is that stuff that's been thrown over by the, uh, by the, uh, the, to- the, uh, um, plows, the plows. Yep. And it, it freezes up after a couple of days and then it's compacted and I mean, really heavy. So I don't know how they're doing it. I had it down to the, to the pavement all around the house and I came out and there's a, 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 like a powder again this morning. Just, and it, it just hasn't stopped. It, what is the forecast calling for? We're going to have sun. I know at least. Yeah, it's just snow showers. So, but this powder stuff, as long as you have sun, it'll, the radiation will it better. melt it off real quick. It but better. that compacted <laughs> stuff. From the uh, from the plows is a bitch. I'm tired. I mean, you know, the back to back days of plowing and, and shoveling and just hate it. Well, about about an hour ago, you said you said you just it looked like you just casually looked up from whatever you're doing and looked out and said, "Oh dear God, it can't be snowing again." <laughs> yes, and it was so funny because <laughs> I was noticing the same thing. Right, um, and I I thought it was supposed to all be gone by Wednesday. I know, but now um, I was watching the Weather Channel uh, last night. I, I, I'm really getting too deep into the Weather Channel. I think I've got to get uh, some some help to right. pull out from it. Get out. But um, the uh, they're saying that on Sunday. There's a possibility of another nor'easter. Now, but both both models nor'easter. Both both models, models. Yeah, both models have it. Now, both models are saying not likely. Things oh, okay. could change. Okay. Uh the one mo- model has it coming a little bit closer, but both still have it far enough out that the moderating effect of the ocean would mitigate it or we'll have 14 feet of snow. <laughs> I'm just, I, you know, we've been in cycles like this before, where you every time you turn around and and, and your, you know, your shoes are still wet from the last time you were out plowing, and it's like, come on, let's, give us a break. At Lake Tahoe, they have six feet of snow. Wow. I know it's all relative. Uh, so, so what, what's your, what's the snowblower of choice up in Tahoe? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, my house isn't winterized. <laughs> oh, this, just, there you go. It builds up and then melts. Then, then, then they find you eaten by your yeah, pets. Yeah, <laughs> the bears take care of everything. Uh-huh. It looks like twenty four hours from now, it's going to be uh, high thirties and sunny. So get, and rain on Friday, Nick. Get through today, yeah. and uh, yeah. you know the sun will mount some of the crap tomorrow, and then yeah, before the weekend, hopefully a lot of the stuff will either wash away or melt away, and then we'll be prepped and ready to go for round two. <laughs> yep. And you guys got the flowers I sent you. Oh, oh, that was you. Thank you. Yeah, that was awesome. Yes. Lovely. You smell talking fantastic. about the flowers. Yeah, from FTD. And you're saying, where did they come from? My wife loves them. Um, you're very welcome. Man. They were. I mean, honestly, they were. They, I have to say, she's been going on and on about it. Sometimes you say, "No, nah, you're just saying that." No, they're, they're, they. She's been going on about this, these, and now it, it makes my usual game pale by comparison because she got this gratis. Now I have the. I have to up the ante. So. Well, there you go. It's all part of the deal. All right, you ready for the letter, man? I am. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. I as in intelligence. And it's also for Icona because we have a three-night stay at Icona Resorts. Wow. You can surprise your special someone with a romantic getaway to Icona Avalon Resort. 
The Wine, Dine, and Unwine package available through the end of March or the Valentine's Weekend package. Sounds both wonderful. Both <laughs> include a three-course dinner for two and a bottle of wine to enhance your stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can learn more at IconaAvalon.com. So we'll give that away on Friday. What wonderful things you have in store for today, Pierre. I love your Devo shirt. Oh, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Oh, are we not Devo? Of good ones. We, we are, are men. men. <laughs> yeah. Um, or we're not men. Are we not men? We are, are we Devo. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, plastic flower pots are all that I could ever <laughs> want. Red plastic flower pots upside down on your head. Um, we'll have on the program a workforce block of the killers and the kinks and uh, a Philly block, too, for a Philly lover of local music. Oh, okay. Excellent. I want to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Using that a lot this morning. Also, Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, and by NJM Insurance Group. Visit NJM.com for a free quote today. Tomorrow on the show, four question marks will be on the That means that's four question mark Thursday, which always means A-list celebrities. That's right. We do have pants we could put on tomorrow. Let's do that for sure. We have these special pants that are an arrow down to your butt crack. Okay. They're booty pants. Yeah, yeah, yes, we're going to try that. Do you want me to make a pancake in a rice cooker? Yes. Yes. We can do that tomorrow. I'll do it. Do you want to break a world record with uh, popcorn being thrown into your mouth? I don't know about that one, but we'll we'll do the other one. Pancakes and pants. I'll tell you what, we'll do that, and on Friday we'll we'll break the pole vaulting record. Kathy, I like pancakes and pants. Yeah, that's tomorrow. Yeah. That's, I like that. All right. Yeah. New uh, show on Netflix. That is it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Hey, bitches. This is Erin. I'm a small business owner in the Philadelphia and Bucks County area. I have a preschool located in Trevos that could really use some help. We deal with the special needs population, and we are here to work with all of the children who have unfortunately regressed during this entire quarantine. We offer ABA. We offer social skills. You can find us at pieceofourpuzzle.com. Thank you. Next message. Hey, this is Rob with Budget Blind to Lansdale. We're a local family-owned franchise serving Lansdale, Harleysville, Sodderton, Schwenksville, Telford, Hatfield. We custom design every type of window treatment. Blinds, shades, plantation shutters, drapery, home automation. We can even do outdoor solar shades for your patio. Best part, we bring everything to you so you can shop safely in your own home or business. You can find us on the web at budgetblinds.com. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less.